0: sell some of them you're wasting all your time and money on models paint what you have
1: hello everyone and welcome to model club tv episode 23 we are one away from a year of doing this we'll talk about that good
2: god yeah good god is right uh hello scott johansson my lovely co-host hello i'm jason walker if people don't know who i am and you're watching this for the first time go back and watch the rest because nah <laughs> actually there's an email about that we'll talk about it later how are you scott how are things
3: things are great just good fantastic got some things uh in the mail
2: got wonderfest coming up yeah it's the calm before uh, wonderfest you ready
3: yeah i'm ready and uh, what else? I'm feeling um, kind of weird. Like, and I'm going back to work as soon as I come back from WonderFest. So, oh, cool. They're starting the plant again. Recovery is over. Yes. All right. Yeah. Actually, I might go in for a day this week and a day next week, but we'll see. I, I'm feeling weird with WonderFest. It's two weeks away.
2: Normally, we'd be scrambling for the model club contest, or I'd be scrambling to have something in the contest or finishing something up, and there just isn't. And
1: I don't know. Kind of like a weird, weird spot, but I'm excited for Wonderfest. I can't wait to see everybody. And, uh, you know. Drive to Louisville. There you go. Yeah. You driving with anybody? No. Oh. No. What, do you want me to go with you? Nope. Alright, so, let's move on. I'm I'm taking Jamie.
2: You son of a bitch. You can take her. Go ahead. (laughs) Um...
1: You watch any movies this week? As you sip on your drink. Mm. Black cherry Kool-Aid. Um, no. Nothing? mm Well, I watched Army of the Dead. Looks like another winner. God. What? There was a zombie tiger. That was cool. So what do you do? That's you just it. go in and say, what's going to be the worst movie I can watch this week? This
2: and... was like the big release. Zack Snyder coming off of the Justice League redo. And there were some cool things in oh. it, but. Cheer man. up. At least it wasn't
1: four hours
3: long.
2: No. Oh, it was close. It was two. It was just about
3: two. Two but... is not close to four. I know you're bad at no, math. It's, it's, two so... is half of four. Trust me.
2: It felt like four hours at times that I can get behind. It's no. so I was disappointed. It could have been better. There was some cool stuff, but man, whatever. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, I think. All right. Let's jump right into our giveaways. Um, All right. What are we giving away first? Well, before that, um, oh, before that, it what? has to do with giveaways, <laughs> the emails. Uh, when we have two giveaways, it is there's a lot to kind of juggle. I'm doing my best. So if I get to an email late, or if I get to an email like right 10 minutes before the show because I missed it in the pile of emails, it's still going to get there. So bear with me. I'm one guy. It's the end of the school year. I'm trying to move a classroom. Um, we're getting there. So emails, when we have giveaways, please, just a little bit of leeway. Um, and that goes for all emails, too. I will get back to you. I will get to everyone. Um, and we'll handle them the best we can in, our, <laughs> in the limited time we have. So, the first giveaway
1: is the Jaeger Army card. Now, there's a little backstory to the Jaeger Army card from last episode.
2: Last episode, we pulled Mike McDonald's name for the Jaeger Army card. All right, so, call the guy out. Okay. There I'm was. calling him out, because he said this is how it is. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> um, he, we pulled his name, and he had already gotten one. So we have to pull two names for Jaeger Army cards this week. So that gives someone else a second chance. Here we go. Bonus, a bonus, bonus, a bonus draw. Ding, so ding, here ding, we go. Ding, ding, so ding. thank you to Mike Calvert or Mike Calvert, what am I saying? So Mike thank Cal- you to uh, Mike McDonald well, for giving Mike. someone a second oh. chance.
3: Yeah, and thanks to Mike Calvert, Paul Gill, Mark Horsling, yeah, everyone. Uh, the yeah. Jaeger Army guys too.
2: So Jaeger Army, I'm not looking.
1: It's up there. Wait, are you pulling two? I put no, I pulled. Three on accident. I'm pulling one. Mark Bennett, Jaeger Army card. Mark Bennett, second Jaeger Army card.
3: Bill Wilson, Bill Wilson, and Mark Bennett. Bill Wilson and Mark Bennett.
2: Congratulations, you're getting the Jaeger Army card if you hadn't bought them already. Please, don't buy
3: them. Yeah. and if they did, if they did, uh, we'll, we'll be drawing one next. Drawing again
2: next we'll time. But we're not taking any more entries for the Jaeger Army cards. We're just taking what's in that cup. Okay. Alright, so that's that. The next giveaway is the bust from the Sheer Terror Society from William pa- pa- Paquette and Paul Gill. Uh, the paint-up picture is by whom, Scott?
1: Yeah, a little, uh, I was supposed to mention this last time and I dropped the ball. Um. You know what? Thank you for being, you know, Honest for once in your life.
3: No, that was on me. Um okay. of course I wrote it down here and I can't uh <laughs> find the goddamn thing. Uh Roswell Japan.
2: Oh Roswell. Okay. <laughs> well, Roswell Japan. Oh um, yeah, Ro- the the bus we have here is painted by Roswell Japan. Now I'm Roswell Japan,
3: Japan could be a series of painters, we're not sure, but I think it is anyway. They that paint up and Paul Gill and William Paquette. Um thank you for the donation and
1: here we go the big winner tim leathers tim there you go yay tim leathers all right so so jason will be
2: emailing all you guys get get that to you yep i'll email everybody and then once i have the addresses i will send them all out cool all right that's our giveaway so for this episode's giveaway now Here's the other snag we've been running into. No, multiple a snag. I don't. Know, I don't think it's a snag. Uh, multiple giveaways in an episode. Once we get some of these, cl- we have a lot of stuff coming.
1: <laughs> it seems that people want it.
2: And this comes from an e- email too.
1: We've kind of gotten,
2: we've brought out the best in people, which I find highly, highly shocking. Um, but there's been a lot of people that are just being very generous and like, hey, we want to give something away. So this episode we have. Two things again. Um, the first one is our longtime listener, CG Blade. Um, he wants to give away a copy of his Crimson Kit. And a couple things. If you would like to get a Crimson Kit on your own, you can go to GameBody and download the print for about, I think it's $25 and print it yourself on your own 3D printer. Or you can purchase it. There's a way on Body that you can have someone print it for you and then they ship it to you. So you can do it that way as well. I think it's a little bit more expensive. I have to look, um, but he sent us a copy, and you can get it in two different sizes. Okay, so he originally had sent me a box. The person sent me the wrong one, and it was the one sixteenth scale. So it's like it's super tiny.
1: So he just and it just showed up yesterday is the one eighth scale kit. And hey, everybody! As I was recording, a box showed up, and I had no idea what it was. And it turns out
2: it was another version of the Crimson kit from CG Blade. So I'm kind of editing this in and taking out what we did. That's why you don't see Scott and I up there. Um, evidently, we were shipped two of the smaller kits. One was a replacement for the other one, and that came in uh, the same size. So here we have the bigger version. Now, evidently, it's supposed to be one eighth scale. But to me, it looks a little bigger than that. But all these pieces are hollow cast in a... Uh, gray resin from three three D printed, and I wanted to show you how the kind of the head goes together, and kind of work from there. Oops, I'm gonna bring that camera down. Uh, but there's the body. The parts breakdown is entirely different in this one. There's the head. This is kind of washed out, but you kind of get the idea of what you're gonna get. This is the kit you're gonna get this size. Pretty cool, great female kit. If you're into female kits, this is fantastic. There's a little cleanup, but it shouldn't be too bad. Uh, clean it up with some alcohol and not much to sand down, not much to do. It's kind of a plug and play kind of thing. And let me see if I can get that. So you kind of get the idea how big the kit actually is there with her leg
1: and her head on top. Now it comes with, there we go. I keep, it's so hard to juggle and try
2: and talk into this mic. I'm not set up for this right now. So there's the kit. That's how tall it is. Her arms are broken down into different. I kind of don't want to take everything out, um,
1: but I'm oh, show her hands. Here's one of her hands and her fingernails are crazy detailed now. Very cool. Um, get a lot of cool stuff. Great kit. Again, check out Game Body. The base now comes in four pieces that you have to put together. And give you an idea how big the base is. It's hollow as well Can't hold all four at the same time, I guess I could put
2: them down, but that's the kit now. This is from c G Blade Again, Crimson from the pseudoverse series. The spikes now are even uh different pieces. That one is
1: in there already, but then you get the bees that come with it as well. There's some of the bees. Uh, great kit.
2: And these are the connectors. You get a little cup of connectors that go with it. So again, this is it really well done. Nice kit. Thank you, CG blade, uh, for donating this crimson kit.
1: I'm going to edit this video in to kind of go over the other one, but there we have it, CG blade and crimson. Let me get this on. Oops. Get this on one more time. To get an idea. Oh, she looks. And then the funny thing is when you look at the smaller version, you don't see a lot of the the detail that you do on the bigger one. So, and her eyes, get the camera to focus. So it has a little flex to it, which is nice. It's not going to snap off right away. There's some flex to it. So that's good. There we go. Let's look at some of these pieces. the arms with the blood dripping off everything's out of focus today that and there's our face but nice little kit blood drips everywhere again these are made of a flex more a little bit more flexible resin they're
2: not going to snap off as easy there's some play in there. Um, it's not very brittle. So we're all good. There's the kit. And as an extra bonus, <coughs> CG said he is going to print the entire Pseudoverse series and ship it to you as well. So you're not only getting the kit, you're getting the book series to go with it as well. So cool little bonus. And once you win, he just said, send me their address and he has to get it printed because they're like print on demand. So. He'll get that to you. And I just want to say thank you to CG blade for donating this for us. If you would like to get this, email me at modelclubtv at gmail.com and put crimson in the subject line to enter for this kit. It's a great little one eighth scale kit. Might be a little smaller than one eighth, but it's still a a fantastic kit. Nonetheless, Uh, if you would like to pick up CG blades book series, uh, you go to pseudosynthpress.com and I'll put that, in here as well. And yeah, again, Crimson in the subject line to get the Crimson kit. If you want your own, head over to Game Body and look up Crim- Crimson. I think it's in the like newer releases section as well. So that's something pretty cool. Uh thank you, CG Blade. Again, Crimson Gmail.
1: And he's been a great supporter. He's been since awesome. Day one.
2: He's been so. awesome. All right, our next
1: giveaway is we got another prize pack box from Kendall Conniff scott and i want to open this up this i'm going to put off
2: to the side for a second uh so what he gave us is he had sculpted a replacement head for the witch kit and he didn't like his first one so what he wants to give away is a couple things there's a lot
1: in this box i'm going to go through this the first thing is a witch head that he scratch built and I'm going to turn the overhead cam on again and the light. And I thought this was really cool. So, Scott, I'm going to show it to you first.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah, it's got real hair. He said he didn't like it, he thought it looked too happy. So, if you would like a scratch built witch with hair, creepy hair to go with it, I think this thing is fantastic. So, Thank you, Kendall, for that. And to go along with that, he also, he did a lot for us. And I'm very, like, again, people are blowing me away with their generosity. Uh, He made a really cool spider to go with it as well, or picked it up somewhere. So if you need a spider for your witch kit, that's coming with it.
1: And also, in this lovely prize pack from Kendall Conniff, Mm. can. Lunar models collector catalog? Yeah, it's got. Wow. There you go. There's that. Also in this prize pack.
3: There's more.
1: There's more. Is
3: But well, wait. It's like an infomercial. But wait. A set of
1: magnets. And there's tons of them. I was gonna say, was I supposed to comment there or what? What? And there's two for us, Scott. There's also a set of model club TV magnet, which I <laughs> is really cool to go out of his way. So I know he said, I'm supposed to give you one, but you know, I haven't seen you in a while. So there's also a t-shirt. So
2: there are three Kendall kind of studios t-shirts that he had made. There's a Brown, a green, and a purple. Let me pull this back and I'll let you pick the color. And then Scott and I will pick the other one. So he told us to take a t-shirt. So there's those. There's also a t-shirt. So I'll give you the color choices when you win. So if you would are like. Are those smalls? Are those, those smalls? are Those are not. They're like our size. So there's that. So if you would like the prize pack from Kendall Coniff, email me at modelclubtv at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put Kendall CK. No. KC. KC. <laughs> KC prize pack or something. Just I'll figure it out.
1: So, there's that. The other cool thing that was in the box, Scott, and this was specifically for you. Do you know what this is? Um, no. Can you take a guess? Uh, no. It is a bag of gray rocks. Well, thank God. <laughs> I got coal, finally. So,
2: remember when you said there's no such thing as gray stones? He went and picked some gray stones from, from around his house, and he's giving them to you, so I will give you a bag of rocks.
3: Give me his return address, because I know <laughs> where those rocks are going.
2: I thought this was awesome. When he told me he was going to send them, I'm like, oh, please do. I feel please like see.
3: Charlie Brown right now. I got <laughs> a rock. Bag of rock. I got a rock. Thanks, Kendall. I got a oh, rock. That's
2: awesome. So thank you, Kendall. Thank you, everyone. So there's those two. Sure, the, we gave out a sheer terror. We, give it, we gave out... the. Uh, Jaeger Army cards. We're giving away this episode the Crimson Kit and the prize pack from Kendall. So please email us and we'll we'll put that all in the description below. Right. Thank you everyone for all of that.
1: And we're moving on. We're moving on. News and reviews. (laughs) All right. Um Do you want to go first? No, you go first this time. I'll go first this time.
2: So Ed Bradley reached out to me. And for those of you who don't know who Ed Bradley is, he is an amazing painter. Uh, he's been around quite a bit, quite a while, quite a while. And kind of left to do some paint jobs for Sideshow and other companies. And then has been doing a lot of 3D printing on his side. And he, he gave me some amazing news. <laughs> like, I don't know how, like, so you're a big Universal Monsters fan. I'm a big Future Model Kids fan. And I think there's a lot of people who are my age and that came in the hobby when I did who their big thing was future models. Like there's a lot of your Janice guys. I was a future guy. And mm-hmm. anytime I saw a future kit, it was, I, that's the one I spent my money on. And I have quite a few. I mean, I'm missing some, but future sadly didn't go out of business. It just kind of shifted what they were doing uh, into the more pre paints and toys. And they don't really do model kits anymore. They do some, but not like they used to. So Ed's trying to bring back the future model style and some of the same characters. And I, I am really looking forward to this. So he's working with a couple sculptors. He's working with Eric Sosa and Augusto Ribeiro. He's Sylvia from Brazil. And they're both very, very talented. Uh, Eric Sosa has been around a while. I've seen his stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, the first kit he's going to, he's going to have two kits at Wonderfest in a couple of weeks. And these first ones are going to be 3D printed, but he is casting them in silicone and doing them in resin afterwards. But the Wonderfest exclusives that will be available in two weeks at Wonderfest are Doris versus Cayman Rider, though. And this thing is gorgeous. Like simply gorgeous. It's two figures and it is just packed with detail. If you're a fan of future model kits, you should be jumping for joy right now because this is right up there with the woman B versus Cayman rider. It it's, immaculate and i really hope a lot of people jump on this and he can continue to produce and i'm going to show you some of the other stuff he's kind of got coming down the pipe i'm uh
3: i'm not a fan but this thing is really nice it I'm looking at it is, right now it's yeah it is really so cayman rider is like a live
2: action japanese monster show um and there's tons of like cool characters in there but yeah that thing is just oh what's the scale did he say i th- uh he did somewhere i think it's one six yeah it's one sixth. So, right up there. Future kits were almost always one six scale. And he wants to bring back a lot of the Nina kits and, and do that. When Nirasawa passed away a few years ago, I was like, well, there goes that they're not going to do any of that stuff anymore. But Ed said, he wants to come back and try and do that same vein and that style of kits. So please everybody. The second one is a devil man bust. And it's a really simple devil man from the anime devil man. If like, like Scott, I'm sure hasn't seen devil man.
1: Um, you know, I haven't, but I want you to know, Yeah, it's going to blow you away.
3: Yeah. I own a devil man kit. Which one? Uh, The old geometric one. Max factory. uh... Okay, I. Yes, I do own a devil man kit.
2: So that's the Takaya one that's based more of like on the live action, like a live action style version. This one's based. I love that kit you're talking about is one of I think one of the best model kits ever. Mm -hmm. Like that is a gorgeous. I own two of them painted. Um, it's a pain to put together, but that is a, that's a beautiful kit, but I do have some pictures of the Wonderfest exclusive that will be there. That's going to be in blue. It's going to be printed in blue, I think. And it will be there. Take this out. The Wonderfest version is one sixth with a closed mouth, then a quarter scale or one third open mouth version later on. So please everybody, this is like when you hear rumors of people like, Oh, Janice might come back or someone might print like more like of something that all the classic monster guys want. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. And I really hope that this takes off for Ed is to do more of this style future kit. And I think there's a real, like, I think some of the guys that are doing a lot of digital sculpting grew up looking at like Takaya and looking at Takaya and looking at Nirasawa's work and just being huge fans and the ability to digitally sculpt now for a lot of these people is going to open up some amazing doors. I, I please come on everybody support this ed bradley's putting got a great idea here and if you would like to pre-order the doris versus cayman riders though he has set up two separate uh emails and i'll put them on the screen here for the doris versus cayman riders though is pre at yahoo.com that's pre z-o at yahoo.com if you would like to pre-order the devil man bust you can email him at he has separate ones for each one. Preorder.dman at yahoo.com. Preorder.dman at yahoo.com. So please give
3: prices yet or no?
2: Uh he did not give me prices, he might have, but th- those might change when the mm-hmm. versus the print versus that. Right. So I don't I think that's probably why he did it. So just send him an email, he'll probably get back to you with what it is. And if you see him at Wonderfest, just give him a shout and talk, see what he wants to do. Look at what he's going for. And it's, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. So that's the one thing I had for news and reviews. And it's like,
3: and Ed sent me a nice uh, message today too. um, That he had binge watched or listened. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of hours. (laughs) A lot of us.
1: I feel
2: bad actually. And he's not the only one. I have another email. That's very similar. And I, wow.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of, so well, I got some stuff. Yeah, what you got? And I just got some
3: odds and ends here. So the first thing I got was, and I'm just going to pan the camera over this because it'll be easier. So Give me a second here, folks. All right, let's see if we are wearing
2: pajamas. You got pants on? You got pants on?
3: Uh, I got pajama pants on.
2: Okay.
1: I'll edit that. We'll let it focus in.
3: So that is the crucifixion kit from Jaeger. Oh, nice. Uh... And this thing is it's supposed to be one sixth, but it's a big one sixth, I think. And uh, you know, when this came out, I didn't buy it because I was like,
2: eh, because it offended your religious sensibilities.
3: No, it's just, eh, you know, I was like another Frankenstein, you know, you know me, you know, hundred Frankenstein kits. But Jeff uh, recently uh, offered this as a um, reissue, and I have to tell you, this is one beautiful. Sculpt and one really nicely engineered. It's never going to focus for us, is it? No. Oh,
2: there it kind of did.
3: No, but um,
1: the way it all goes together, there's hands and there's um, you know, and, uh, man, unfortunately, we're just too it's bright. Your light, you know
2: what your light, whatever your light is, is blowing it out. Yeah. So there oh, we oh, go. Yeah, angle it down. Yep.
3: So like, look how he's got it. You know, so these ropes kind of.
1: yeah that helps you know so you know and it's
3: just the way it's um and i don't know if you can see the feet and i'll do this again do you see the hands on the feet and they kind of fit into the base
2: yeah where all the
3: hands are reaching up and stuff so it's a really cool kit and uh this is one of jeff's reissues so i have the uh jeff Yeager signature on the bottom uh, if it's if not I'd number 42. got one more,
2: <laughs> oh, if I'd have known I was that
3: close,
1: <laughs> I would have told him. 42. Uh, that would have been funny. All right, so I picked that up. And
3: also, from Cult TV, the third in the Wacky Racers uh,
1: nice. Oh, cool. Thing,
3: and, and uh, the Creepy Coop. And like the rest of them, it has chrome parts and regular carbs. Now, why they made this kit red and silver is so completely beyond me. I, you know, the other ones kind of made sense, but yeah, I don't know. And then the same deal with this one you have a uh, photo on the side where to put the decals, you have a painting guide for the figures, but notice not the car, but definitely for the figures. Um, you got s- stick on and slide on decals, so pretty much the same. And uh, not our next episode, but maybe the next episode after that. Got a little surprise coming for this. That's, oh, all, cool. I'm gonna That's all I'm going to say. All I'm
2: going to say. Oh man, I want to know. I like surprises.
3: Well, I hinted at it actually before. Okay, we'll leave it There's at that. Easter, couple, egg. You gotta go um, back and find it. Yeah. Yeah, go back and find it and tell me how excited you are. <laughs> All right. So I got this in the mail today. And this is a stupid vinyl figure, okay? So this is one of those Chinese ads that shows up on my Facebook, you know. Yeah. And you know, so once and I you, for you just it, quickly
2: like, gave him your credit card number? Is that
3: no PayPal because I'm at least okay. covered there. Alright. So it's Woodstock, but he's laying in a bird bath or in a bird's nest. And it's gonna be hard to see. I don't know what, um, but I'll put a picture or... here of it up. I'll go to the website, and you can put a picture of it up. This was like a little twenty-five dollar figure, thirty dollars. I don't know what I put for the damn thing. But uh, just one more thing to put on my shelf. So I got that. The last thing I have that I'll share: our good, our good friend who has agreed to maybe come on uh, in about a month or so. John Dennett, Garage Kit. Really, uh, news letter. to me. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Look
2: at you out there recruiting without
3: you know. Me well, go. somebody's got to do the work. That's true. Okay. So anyway, um, John's a great guy. Um, and as everyone knows, he's got this whole big line of busts. Well, he hit one of my sweet spots with this last one, and uh, it's um called sam spade wait hold on do me a favor turn your light off i'm gonna try that or you know what let me do this so from john dennett
2: up a little bit yep right there
3: um we have sam spade and it's humphrey bogart as sam spade
1: and this is a lot better in person than um
3: so anyway this is a lot better in person than it uh it's like there it looks kind of like Roger Craig, but trust or Daniel Craig. But uh, I'll try to get a better picture of it for you to put up. That's not too bad. That's a nice piece. And that cigarette is in there. It's a wire. Oh. And cool. it's molded in there. It does not come out to the best <laughs> of my knowledge. Don't pull it. So uh so it's in there. And then I don't know how many people have bought kits from John Dennett before. And uh at the very bottom. Read it. So it says to Scott, may you always find the stuff dreams are made of. Best wishes, John Dennett. And And, um, anyone that's ever watched the movie, not that I want to spoil it or anything.
1: It's only been out how long?
3: But um, at the end, Humphrey Bogart, and I'm going to try to refocus here, folks. There we go. At the end, Humphrey Bogart, uh, the police captain or whatever, asks him, what's that? And he's holding the Maltese Falcon and it turned out it was a counterfeit. And he says, This is the stuff the dreams are made out of. Yeah. They're made of. And um, you know, so the uh, kudos to John Dennett. Like I say, I spoke to him, and I think we're gonna be able to get him on.
1: Cool. Excellent. That'd be awesome. So, all right, anything else bugging, for news and review?
3: I've been bugging John for a long time, so <laughs>
1: Um, no, I think that's all I have. All
3: right. Um, I didn't get a lot. I got a few things. And our next episode, we film like this. I'll be able to shoot all my Wonderfest goodies if I buy any. Yeah, you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? Tell me.
1: I'm going to get you an overhead cam. So you can switch somehow. Make it better. Look forward to that in a future episode in the coming year. (laughs) All right. Workbench, Scott Workbench Have you well, made here, anything?: I,
3: Yeah, I put this Humphrey Bogart in the base.
2: Oh, good job. I'm proud of you.:
3: Talk about the stuff dreams are made of. <laughs> and uh i i fit I fit this Frankenstein kit together a little bit.
2: okay. Um, that works. sort of. Uh, it's going come this question's going to come up later in an email, so so. Um,
1: what's on the workbench? So there's going to be a
3: customizing kit for this. I'm going to spill the beans now. Why not? I spill it. So there's going to be two customizing kits. So if you look at this kit or if you look at this car in, in photos, there's two ways you see it. One way is there's a dragon that was in this car and all you see is this tail coming out. And the other way you see it is the tail's coming out here, the head's here, and two wings on each side. So, it's going to be offered two ways. It'll be offered with that tail, or it will be offered as the whole thing. And there's also going to be an extra window that's not on the kit. It's going to be put here, and nothing's going to come out of it. Just there's supposed to be a window there. Okay. Maybe a few other extras we're working on, but... um... Do you want to say I'd who like you're working some, with? or? or? Well, uh, no. Okay. No, it's uh, Matt Manick is working on that. I do mm-hmm. have some photos, but nothing's done yet. So it's... Um, well, at least you're
2: working on something.
3: So that uh, counts for Yeah, so perfect. I have to venture back into casting and molding and shit. Nice. So. Happy days. Yeah. Happy days is right.
2: Well, I'm and, proud of and, you.
3: That's good news. Summer is always such a great time to do that. So.
2: Well, then you complain about winter not being a good time, and yeah, then there's really I, no I good time.
3: There is no good time.
1: There is. You got to get that shop set up. Yes. Come on over. Help me out. All right. I will. Then you could go swim in, in my pool. You could jump in and turn the water black. I don't and... take
2: my shirt off in public.
1: I don't either. I'll, I'll wear
2: one of those UV shirts. Right.
1: That'd be great.
2: <laughs> oh, man. All right. All I got. Nothing All right. So what me. I got.
1: What do you have?
2: Is I have ventured into... 3d printing. Uh, if last episode you'll know, like we let everybody know, I got an all Saturn, the wash and cure print station. So I've been kind of, ah, it's, I want to go back to what Larry said. It's not Larry Brackney. He said, it's not just jump in. It's not as easy as it looks. And that's true. Um, I'm finding that out, but I think once I get it dialed in, there's a lot, I'm glad I found some people that have been very helpful. Uh, the first, Charlie, who's on the episode today. Uh we didn't mention that in the beginning. (laughs) We will. Um, Charlie Robson, he helped me with some stuff. But uh someone who had emailed me about the show, and we'll talk to about his email a little bit later. Uh Jamie Saj, and I'm hoping I'm saying your written last name right, um, has talked me off a cliff like so many times in the process here of getting through some of this. Um, just with my settings and making sure everything's right. So the first print went off, like it comes with a little test print and I don't even know where I put it. I got to find it, um, of a rook, uh, for a chest. And it kind of puts your printer through the, through the paces and that printed fine. <laughs> I was blown away. So then I decided I wanted to print, I went in, uh, to my mini factory and I found this monster, uh, sculpture and
1: it's by what?
2: Shannon van something.
1: Yep. I have to.
2: Shannon Van Pelt? Yep. Shannon Van Pelt sculpted this and it's a monster bust. It's Frankenstein's monster. And I'm like, that looks pretty cool, pretty simple. That should be easy to print. So I was learning as I go. So it came unsupported, which means you have to build the supports in a separate program called uh, Chitu Box, Chito Box, Ch- Chitubox, Chitobox, C H uh, I T U B O X, that comes with the printer. Once, and this is a big, long process, and I think I'm going to walk through this in a whole episode
1: one time uh, for everybody. Um, so I was just learning how to put my own supports on a piece. And <laughs> Scott, you're kind of, you know how mold making is, right? How you want to make sure everything's
2: right, everything comes mm-hmm. out right. It's that same kind of process where I, you have to look at it from the right angle, from which it's printing, because you can't have what they call islands where it's like a piece that forms that's not attached to anything else that could then screw up the print later on. And so there's a big long process in placing all of the supports on the sculpture as it prints so that it prints correctly. So everything I read says, turn it, <gasps> turn your print, turn your sculpture 45 degrees and then tilt it another like little bit. So that's what I did the first time is I took, I just went with a normal, like I didn't even like make it big. I wanted it kind of small. And there's a lot of detail on this monster's face and you can see in that picture. So the way I put the supports on, like they did not come off as easy as I thought and some of the detail. So I'm gonna pull this camera on again and just kind of walk through some of what I did. Um, so this was the first one I tried to print and Scott, you'll kind of have to look at this later, but this is the first one. And you'll see that the detail kind of got messed up and I had my exposure settings wrong as well. I was doing it too long. And I'll explain that kind of here in a second too. Um, but it really left a lot of not like of the support things all over it. Then it shouldn't have. And I thought the detail was a little like not right. And then this didn't print right. And then I didn't move a support further, like far enough away from, can you see in his next to his ear see that line scott mm-hmm. i didn't move it far enough away from the sculpture so it's called merging or like it melted basically in and fused them together so this was like i'm like okay learning experience i then continued to print four more and it comes with a pedestal and this was the first pedestal i printed and it again same thing it just didn't print is like the way it did with the rook so I was like what did i do wrong so these with varying degree of success um I think my problem was my supports were too thin and as it was building, it kind of shifted and was leaving like offsets in the sculpture. And you can see it on this one very easily and you'll be able to see it later Uh, in the print. And I'm like, well, that's not right. That's not going to work. And then again, the detail was too soft. And Jamie told me, he's like, you're curing it too long. I had it set at eight seconds. He said, knock it down to like three seconds for each layer. And you should have your detail come up. And I, this is, I finally got one to print nearly perfectly, which is this one. And I'm going to put these up side by side in the overhead cam. This is the one with the longer cure time. And this is the one with the, the shorter cure time. And you can totally tell the difference in detail and how it, it it washes out the longer it cures. And now that I kind of got that figured out, I'm really kind of, I'm feeling a lot better about it. Um, so then I went and printed something that came pre-supported. And the one thing I'm finding with the 3D printing side of it is garage kits don't make a lot of stuff that I like these days. Um, but in terms of the 3D prints and sculptures that are available, there's a lot of video game stuff and there's a lot of more recent things on there. And one of the things I always wanted was there's a thing from a video game called Half-Life 2, and it's called a Strider. Which is basically a like a walking tripod, like from uh, War of the Worlds almost. But this is the body of it. Now, Scott, I, you're not gonna be able to see it. Do you see that tiny
1: little this? Can you see that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I can. Yeah. Yeah, that printed, and these little wires.
2: There's no way you could traditionally sculpt like cast that. I think without making that just a wire that you attach on there, like the cigarette that we just saw. Like these printed like perfectly on there. I'm going to get this in the overhead cam as best as I can. Why is it not focusing? Um, and it's just immaculate. And then the ends, the legs on this thing, they go like this. But look at
1: those tiny, I am going to get my finger in the shot. Look how tiny those little spindly things are. And it printed perfectly. And I am just, I'm super excited about it and
2: i it's been it's hard learning things at 46 <laughs> and, and to like not get frustrated but it's been fun it's there's a hobby side to it as well and i'm i'm really excited and i have some still pictures up here of things that i've been working on but that's been my workbench is just trying to just walk through and tra- and and you know me, Scott, look at this. This It looks like this place was built by an orc. I am not very neat about things. I am very haphazard. Like we talk about later, if I like, I just put those shelves up right there because I liked shelves and they don't match anything and I don't care. I need it to sell. Like, but as far as 3d printing goes, it's like, it's so deliberate in terms of cleanup and how you have to clean up and how you like, it's challenging. So, but I'm getting there and I want to make a whole episode on that, but that's my workbench. And that's kind of where
1: I, it ended. Cool.
2: Maybe you can make that episode after you fire me after this one. <laughs> I am firing you. Why am I firing you? I forgot. I don't know. You
1: threatened to fire me. All right.
2: So that's the workbench, everybody. 3D printing. Scott's got something coming out, and that's pretty exciting. I like when Scott makes things. So I- I'm looking forward to that. Um, our interview. We have our longtime fan, Charlie Robson, on. Hey, Charlie. Episode. Charlie so, Robson. Um, It kind of came together last minute and we're happy he came on. Uh, He's been with us from the beginning. He was one of the first people that really supported us. It was very positive when we were kind of down in the dumps about some stuff. And it was good hearing from him uh, to keep us going when we were uh, just starting out on this show. So we were honored to have him on. He's now an AFM writer, amazing figure, modeler writer. He has a garage kit coming out
1: and he did it the right way. And we're excited. The cutest baby in the world, eh? Yeah, and he has the cutest baby in the world. Uh,
2: So anyway, enjoy our interview with Charlie Robson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are here with Charlie Robson, somebody who's probably got enough as much mentions as I think he's tied with who? Scott, uh, you think more or uh, tied? Jeff Jaeger, Paul Gill, he's up there
3: yeah yeah uh, that's good i feel good about that
0: thanks (laughs) yeah he's got quite a few mentions
2: uh thank you charlie for joining us
0: how are you no thank i'm good yeah i'm awesome thanks guys for uh for having me
2: this came together last minute so we're scrambling a little bit which is fine what are you up to these days oh man how's Uh, life behind the border
1: up there
0: Well, similar to yours, I think. Although you guys are maskless now, or at least some of them, but uh,
2: it depends on what state you
1: are.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good, man. You know, we're just uh, we're in a pretty heavy lockdown presently, but the cases are going down. And then, in terms of the hobby, there's a few things on the horizon. I got a um, uh, 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 AFM article coming out in the next issue. Cool. Um, got. What, the Superman we're working on that yeah. producing. That I'm excited to
2: get to all that. That is, it's going to be really cool. Where at in Canada are you?
0: Calgary, Alberta.
2: Is that where Chris yeah, Benoit I, is from?
1: Is that hockey?
0: I don't know. It's wrestling. I don't. Oh man. I know. I'm. I'm a sorry Canadian. <laughs> Fucking wrestling.
2: How are you a Canadian and I know who Chris Holy Benoit is? Oh my god.
0: All oh, right, Chris Benoit, Bret Hart, guy that murdered and... his family. That's right, Chris. Yep. Of course. No. <laughs> I just haven't thought about him for a while. Actually, actually I knew Brett Hart. Oh really? Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. I used to train at my mother's uh gym. Uh they ran a couple gyms in the city and Brett was uh Brett was was, a, was a, a regular with the Grant McReynolds who was one of the strongman champions out there. Oh my there. god. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so Brett would come in and I'd be the, the the little dude working up behind the juice bar, you know, making shakes and whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah. It was cool. He'd bring his little pug in and, uh, it was, it was, he was, he was a cool guy, but anyway, he, he and, uh, Chris were friends. I know. Yeah. And then, um, and then that's... Grant, Grant was, uh, was, uh, a, was his, one of his buddies and, uh, Grant poor buddy, uh, committed suicide, but you know, Man. uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There's a, there's a bit of tragedy in that Hart family, unfortunately.
2: Oh, yeah. It's been a it's been a long road for many of them. So,
0: yeah, Honda Brighter. Yeah, hey, World Wrestling Club. Okay. I, hey, if
2: I could have a wrestling podcast, I would. Hey, we lost New Jack this past week or a week ago. If anyone knows who that is. Probably just me.
0: Anyway. I not um, like wrestling. In it, really? Yeah, oh, I watched it as a kid. I did the big boss man. Jake the Snake was my guy.
2: Yeah, Jake and, uh, the best.
0: Love him. Mm -hmm. uh donk the clown and yokozuna and all those guys those are good guys Don't the clown is doing the model club podcast now and he's
2: (laughs) yeah oh man Uh, but you know what he said though
3: he watched that when he was a kid a kid
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i fell out of it this is scott's last episode
3: everybody i feel this
0: sorry (laughs) scott will
2: go off on
3: his own and and
2: leave you Uh uh-huh Let's watch you fumble with keys and microphone wires. How did you get involved in the hobby, Charlie?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, my father was a, <laughs> my father was a modeler and uh, he, he raised us, you know, both of us kind of doing the model stuff. Um, he was a 35 year city veteran, city street cop veteran with the Calgary city police and so on his in his, you know, uh, when he wasn't working, he was down in the, the hobby room or the model room, building all sorts of stuff. Uh started with uh well he used to he used to build like some original auroras back in the day with his with his mother. And I remember he was talking about my nana uh building the red knight Aurora model mm-hmm. with them or helping him build that. And then later on, for us, he would build the glow kits, you know. Um Just the basic ones, like the Dracula, the Frankenstein, Wolfman, Phantom, that mummy, all those guys, Creature. And uh, so we kind of grew up with that. And then Horizon hit and Geometric and Screaming, and all them. Vinyl became the thing. And so we were all kind of whore buffs. He never censored anything for us. Um, And uh, so he would bring home, he brought home the Leatherface. He brought home the Freddy Krueger. He brought home uh the jason and uh and then horizon he brought home he did the hulk he did the thing and then he brought home the dr doom which i've heard scott is a big fan of. a big <laughs> big fan of that one. I,
2: okay. <laughs> weird question how old is your dad he's 68 now 68 okay yeah. so is he scott's age no he's
3: whose age oh, dick he's not my age <laughs>
0: okay um yeah yeah and um Anyway, he brought on that Doom, and that was my first kit. Uh, I had seen him do the other ones, and he kind of showed me how to remove the flashing and how to heat it up and kind of put it together and whatnot. I think I painted a few things, but I kind of started that kit. That was when I was 12. And I remember (laughs) I was airbrushing, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And he never really got big into the airbrush either, so I think he found the whole thing to be a real pain in the ass, to be honest. And maybe that's why I didn't stick with it. Maybe I found it to be yeah. a pain in the ass, too. They are a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, so they can't really know, I was um, struggling with mine just yesterday, or two days ago, I was struggling with mine. Um, But anyway, so I was about 12, started that kit, and then it wasn't until I was 26, something like that, I came 24, 20, 24, I came home for Christmas, was bored out of my skull, I was living in Vancouver at the time. And I was bored, and I just happened to come across this old, dusty, uh, cracked Doom kit from when I was 12. And I thought, shit, I'll, I'll build this thing for something to do, you know? And so I did, and I ended up doing a custom base uh, <laughs> Right out of the gate, I was doing kind of scratch-built custom yeah. bases for dire, figure diodes and stuff. And just kind of learning, you know, trying to... All things like problem-solving for me, you know? And, how are you gonna do this? How are you gonna do that? You got this idea, how are you gonna do it, you know? And just trying to figure out how you're gonna do that. It might take two days to figure it out, it might take mm-hmm. two hours, it might take two months. Who gives a shit? It's just at your leisure. And that's what I love about the hobby, you know.
2: <laughs> how did you find like Neil and all those guys? And how did you find about Wonderfest? Like, was it through AFM? And like where did you find AFM? Was it in a comic shop? Was it
0: Yeah.
1: In the AFM
0: was in a model shop in Vancouver. Uh Burnaby Hobbies I think the name of it was and I was picking up the uh that Superman kit that Jeff Kent painted so beautifully with that comic illustration look to it or whatever um and uh it was the I can't remember what issue exactly but that's where I found it I started I actually Gordon Oberman had done The Rocketeer Mm -hmm. and I saw I saw that and I was just blown away uh you know, I love I love that character. And uh so I just I I read the whole thing front to back. I saw that some of these guys were putting their email addresses and their some of them with the phone number, some of them, you know, whatever. And so I contacted Gordon, right? First person I ever contacted in the hobby <laughs> was Gordon. And uh and I wrote a a cheesy email or whatever saying how much I love this piece. And I thought it was great. And he got back to me with a pretty extensive response. It was, it was, it was, and he was super supportive and generous and with, with his words. And uh, that's kind of where that started. And then I saw that Terry had put his, Terry Webb had put his uh, information in there too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I called him just cold. Actually, no, I was calling the magazine. And terry it's the same up.
2: number it's the same number
0: right yeah but i couldn't believe it i was like like i'm coming from this as a as a massive <laughs> fanboy, you know like and and i called this number that was just in this magazine and terry webb picks up and my father had the garage kid ate your wallet book when i was a uh-huh. kid and i and i'd watch that or i'd read that and um so i kind of knew who he was and when he, well obviously i knew and then when he picked up i couldn't believe it so an hour later, as we all know, Terry is a, a talker, and uh, and it was just he was super supportive as as well. And we talked. I didn't know anything about resin, honestly, back yeah. then. I didn't. Know, I was just kind of grew, started with with the vinyl, but grew up with the styrene. And um, but yeah, I was just more like, hey, do you have any like horizon or screaming or geometric shit in your in your books? You know, like I'm trying to you know figure out what issues I should buy. Obviously, all of them. But I didn't have a lot of money. But anyway. He was really supportive and just great. At he's and he's been fantastic since then, you know, for all these years. So
1: yeah, he has. Scott, question: Um, what is your favorite?
3: Because I noticed now you seem to have dived into resin pretty good behind you. Yeah. So what is your favorite? You still prefer vinyl? Do you use
0: styrene resin? Do
3: you
1: have definitely, a
0: preference? Definitely, hundred percent resin. Uh. I don't know what it is like. You can I just I like my models. Generally, they're pretty solid, like solid cast resin pieces, and uh, they're stronger. You know, they don't warp mm-hmm. as much or have the potential for warping. I do a lot of customizing, and so I'll take a two hundred, two hundred fifty dollar bill or bigger and just break it apart and rebuild it. You know, repose it. I learned yeah. that from Neil, I think. <laughs> That's obviously say. yep. Uh, you when know, you
2: send me the picture I was like man you're fearless fearless like anything you'll just crack one of those kits and break it and do whatever you want to it which dude, is, I, is a rare thing
0: it's not easy man i i remember many conversations so with neil i started the my first kid ever was the the hercules the steve reeves sean nagels steve reeves hercules and uh and And I could I did a custom base for that too. I did a pillar, a stone pillar, broken. you know he was Hercules unchained or whatever. So okay. I did that. that was a and you don't see a lot of painted stuff because most of it's in my uh, father's house. I, you know I, that was a gift to him, and he has my taylos and all that. So that was next. Talos was next, and I had a water you know I'm always trying to do shit that um, I don't know how to do. Cause I want, you know, I want to like develop those skills. Like if there's an opportunity to learn something, I want to kind of do the research and learn it, you know? And so with hit with Talos, it was water. It was a water effect that I'd ever done. And so I just put it out there. I mean, I was just kind of, I would think I was on FMK um, at the time. Not sure if I was on Resumenia. But anyway, I was kind of out there just trying to get a network a bit. And I just threw it out there that I was trying to do this water effect. And the only person that chimed in was Neil. And he came out and he said, this is, you know, and he, and then we got into personal chat uh, messaging and then phone calls and man, just super, super close since then. And it was kind of him that instilled in me that courage to, uh, to just, you know, who gives a shit? Just, just, you know, yeah. if you've got a vision, just go for it, you know? And, um, and it's, and I, and I, and it kind of went with what I liked because I always wanted Like, I just think, I think there's nothing wrong with just painting a kit stock, you know, or painting it as is. I think that's cool. It's just, you got to go with what motivates you to keep some of these builds are pretty lengthy. And if you're not motivated, it's easy to just put them on the side and just forget about them. So for me, solving those problems and stuff is, is huge and just having something, you know, and I'll do the base and the figure at the, you know, so when the figure's drying, I'll work on the base. When the base is drying, I'll work on the figure. And you'll always have kind of like something to bounce back to, back and forth from. But anyway, he said, he said like, you know, and he was very blunt about it. He's like, would you grow some balls, you know? <laughs> like, would you just man up and, you know, just do whatever you want to do. So Charlie, oh, yeah. I want to
2: jump in. Talking about being fearless, when you sent these pictures to me, I was like, oh my gosh, he tore this kid apart. And this is the crazy am I from Monsters in Motion, right? Yeah, it is. And at that kid, like I remember, and maybe, I'll, Scott, maybe you remember. Do you ever call monsters in motion? And like, when you're on hold, there's a, they would play like a voice like thing. And it was, it was talk. That's the one kit I remember them talking about on the voice mail thing, whatever, or um, like order this kit now when it first came out, but jump into it. What made you want to change it? When you first saw the kit, you're like, most people look at that and go, this is fine. What made you say this is not fine. And I want to change it.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's a cool kit. And, um, you know, and you're right. Uh, it was kind of tough to to do it, you know, because uh, it's a lot. It's a fair amount more expensive to get these things in Canada, you know, and so you're 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 risking. It's a bit of a risk, and so with that one, I, uh, you know, I grew up uh, on the Universal stuff. Uh, the Universal monsters love it to death. Uh, but I also grew up on the Hammer stuff too, and I always loved Peter Cushing's Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein. And so my objective with that was to take the Colin Clive figure, but kind of blend in some of Cushing's look, you know, and his attire. And so, you know, with the collar and the and all that shit. So, um, yeah, that was basically, I thought, well, you know, I, the gown is so simplistic, you know, it's with Clive. Uh, I wanted to get him more of an apron. Mm-hmm. So I took out the back and uh, put in some uh, rolled up, uh, paper towel saturated with super glue, which Neil actually helped me with that idea. Okay. Uh, and then uh, and then sculpted the, the, the back of the legs. And then it was all about kind of creating some separation in here. Also the arms I, I cut the arms off and made like rolled up sleeves, re-sculpted the forearms and all that. Um and then and then the, the tool belt I did and the, the kind of hooks for the little tools. Uh, we're all custom stuff scratch stuff so uh,
2: that's one thing i noticed too the the handles for the tools what are those made out of
0: that's just balsa wood
2: is it actually made out of wood
0: <laughs> yeah i know i thought well yeah. that shit's so manipulate you can manipulate that it's so soft right and so you could do anything with that stuff and i thought when i did it everyone was like jesus how did you do that but man it was, it was actually really simple you know um you you, you, you sculpt it with the Dremel. You just sand mm-hmm. you just put the block on and then you just shape it with a Dremel sander bit sanding bit. So. Wow. Yeah. And uh and then I and then the mask that I did for him, I just kinda I don't know what I was thinking. I honestly I just thought, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like maybe. That's Dr. why that Frank, was my next
2: question actually. I was like, What were you thinking was about it? the mask?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I thought, um maybe when he's like grave robbing or something, he puts this mask on to scare people off if they see him. It hides his identity, <laughs> you know. Well, I was it's thinking I just put it uh put it in the back. So back, uh, I was gonna do a big Frankenstein diorama, and I had the table Frankenstein, and I was gonna kind of do a elevated table thing. But um, I don't know, I just lost passion for it. Uh, maybe I'll get back to it. But at this point, I'm just kind of thinking maybe keep the mask on and just have them be like a like a Jack the Ripper type. Yeah, that's like
2: almost it. what it looks like. It does, right? Uh, thought, maybe. Do you cool, use use AVS right, you used Aves? Right? Or Aves?
0: Yeah, Aves, mm-hmm. uh, do that. That's, okay. uh, that's a huge tool uh, for me and everybody, I guess. It's like the go to. Mm-hmm. I think I learned about that from AFM in the magazine there. And, um, but yeah, basically, it was just I, I, I can sculpt, but I'm not like I can't sculpt from nothing. Generally, I've done not a few too. things. But so if I have a foundation or I have a foundation like a skeleton and I have an idea in my brain, I can kind of like generally make it happen with some work, but uh, but yeah, like there's no way I could have done that from nothing. You know,
2: the apron so. looks
3: really good. I
0: like
2: yeah. just a little yeah. slap hanging
0: down. And well, when you bought this
3: kit, did you look at this and say, "I'm going to do this," or did you just say, "Yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll do something with it"? And then when you,
0: well, my objective with with kits is always to do something unique and original. So, like, I'm all about the stock build on some stuff, but generally I'm trying to do something that nobody else is, is, is that I haven't seen before. And if that means I got to break it apart and do, you know, that's what it means. But, uh, you know, that's, what, that's where my interests lie, and that's kind of what I find to be most fun. Bases are, are most fun. But anything custom, I try and do, I'll generally get 14 ideas in my head about what I want to do with a kit. And I'll, you know, generally you'll get, you'll do all 14, but you only use 10 of them. <laughs> you know sometimes yeah. you'll like you in a unique scenario like with the thing i think i did you know pretty much all of them on that one you know but um but yeah so that's pretty much what that is i i i get the idea i know i want to do something unique with it i, I want it to kind of be my own like nobody else is given, ever gonna have something like that and so i'll just that'll be my kind of motivation and i'll strive to do something unique so. nice i don't
4: know
0: if that sounds really
1: good. Weird or whatever,
0: Onto the Pretorius here.
2: Uh, a couple of things I want to talk to you about. The spiderwebs, number one, uh, mm. after, when we kind of get towards the end of it. But this is one of those moments where I think people will end up hating me. I hate the scene in the movie with the tiny people.
1: Yeah, It's so stupid. It. It's so dumb and out of
2: place. And I get what they were doing as they were showcasing the technology of the time or whatever, but it's so dumb. It's the dumbest thing in the world. And you managed to make it look cool in the kid form. Scott, Thank you. comment. What are you going to say? It's dumb. Go There's no way around it. It's dumb. Go watch
3: Lord of the Rings.
2: I oh. will. It <laughs> makes more sense. And Orc makes more sense than Not tiny much. people in
3: Not jars. Much <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: really,
0: yeah.
3: Is there a figure in the jar or no?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a figure. Um, so no, how did you, you start?
2: How did you, like, what kit is that for people who don't know in case they wanted to find it and try and do something similar? And then how yeah. did you break it down? What did you use? And just kind of walk
0: us through. That was um, Mark Van sculpt, And that's um, an older kit, I got it off of Kenny. And uh, we, we do
2: one thing wrong here. We always do this. We all know each other. So we always say first names. And then for people who don't, they're like, who's that guy? So Kenny, know, who's you know Kenny?
0: I know, but the thing is, is I don't ever use their last names. It's like Kenny Caruso. Kenny I know, Curso. yeah, Kenny
2: Caruso, yeah. So we yeah, do the right? same thing all the time, and then someone will email me like, Who's, who are you talking about?
0: And I'm like, oh I don't God. know how to pronounce it. But yeah. yeah, I hear you. So is it Caruso? Yeah. It's House Ape. Well, so. <laughs> uh, Kenny. Wow. wow,
2: I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> going to see you in a couple of weeks maybe, right? No? no? No, he's afraid of me. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, my kid's going to sleep here. Yeah. I'll all bring right. him on for a minute thank oh.
1: you thank you come here buddy come here bud what are you doing oh look at that what little you... guy
3: look at that he's got jason's haircut <laughs> he's, he's he does
1: partially days. hey Bye. lincoln hi lincoln what a happy baby
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, a, he's maybe that's the future dude yeah Fish there you go them. make sure well, you do so what hey, your
2: dad hey, does. how old's lincoln they,
0: He's uh he's eleven months almost here. On the twenty ninth of Are you uh, gonna poop your pants? Are you gonna poop yet? your
4: pants? <laughs> Are you
0: twice already today? I want him <laughs> to
2: start crying so bad.
1: It's got yeah. Be... Sometimes he would, but yeah. Are <laughs> hey, you gonna be that a model? Terrifying. Someday? <laughs> All right, buddy. Go Sweet dreams, sleep. Lincoln. Love you, pal.
0: Uh yeah, Kenny gave me that kit, uh, okay. or he, he, I bought it off Kenny and Kenny Caruso. Yes. <laughs> and uh, oh, and so yeah, I had seen it at WonderFest. I knew of it, but I had seen it at WonderFest, and I was kind of like, should I? Bu-? I think I spent a lot of money at WonderFest, like, and I I was on the fence about a few things, and that happened to be one of them, and I regretted it afterwards. Uh, but luckily, Kenny came along, and he was selling one, so I got it off of him soon shortly after. Uh, I got home and, um, you know, the, 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 hand is supposed to be like this, right? Like yep. mm-hmm. notorious. And I just thought, well, shit, like do something, you know? And I thought about the, I saw the jars. Now I agree with you. It's a little silly. It, it is like, I'm with you on that, but <laughs> I thought maybe it'd be unique, kind of cool. Something cool, something different. I hadn't seen it done with that kit. So I haven't I thought, either. And that's
2: what I say I think it's a good idea. It really yeah. is.
0: So I, so I, so I, so I took the arm and, and uh, re-sculpted it. And so it was holding in front and, but his hand, you know, he was doing with his hands. So I thought I got to resculpt this entire fricking hand pretty much <laughs> to, to, to go around the right, jar. Right. There's a photo I sent you that it it's the point in the build where the, and the hand is like in every direction, like the fingers. <laughs> and that was the point where I thought, you stupid asshole, what did you do here? <laughs> you know, and I was cursing yeah. Neil for, you know, <laughs> just chop it up. Go some balls, Yeah. Just
2: chopping it
0: up. Yeah, exactly, right? So, so the, but I, I it, it worked out. Uh managed to get it to to look all right, conform to the jar. I ordered that figure from Australia. Never arrived. Had to order it again. It arrived. Then the second one arrived, of course, and uh um but yeah, that's the beauty of three uh, D printing. Actually, save you a lot of time and money. Yeah. You know, you could I could have just potentially sculpted her myself and didn't done well, her any scale. What's the know? jar from? Uh, that was a um, that was just one of those jars you get at Michaels. You know, okay. and uh, I knocked the top off. Or what did I do? I did something. Yeah, I knocked the top off, and then I off of one other jar. So, I used the bottom of it, the rounded part, mm-hmm. and then I knocked the top off another jar and I glued it to the bottom of the other one. And then I wrapped it with, uh, I think that's wax paper or something, like baking paper or whatever they call that shit. So,
2: yeah.
0: And then a uh, little eaves kind of, th- you know, a uh, seal, where yeah. the ribbon is, and uh wood floor planked, and uh, put her in there. Looked pretty damn cool, I thought, you know. So, um and what else? That was the spider webs.
2: How, so spider webs are hard to do to make them look right and make them look in scale. So what did you actually use to get that um, effect? Because they turned out really well.
0: Yeah, I don't have it here, but it's um, triple. What is it called? Americana or something like that. Like that kind of um, um, you know, the cheap paint brand, mm-hmm. whatever. Craft paints. Yeah. So they do something that's a crackle finish, uh, like a crackle, or whatever uh you've painted on it crackles the paint to, in a if you do it the right way and so i if you spray that shit through a through a uh airbrush it does that it does that just all you gotta do is point it well actually my whole friggin uh you probably got it you know, I know but I my whole
2: stuff and now i'm wondering if it's the same stuff
0: i think it's probably any crackle stuff will do it
2: oh you know what happened
0: it, it leaked here we go oh
1: shut up scott so, I will I mean, I think. So, I got this, this stuff is... from Green Stuff World. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's called spider web. It's like liquid spiderweb. Oh,
1: shit. A... That's cool.
2: But, like, I don't know if... The... I had it laying on its side in a drawer, and it completely evaporated. Oh, really? And oh, I never okay. even... And I picked it up at Wonderfest, I think, last time. So, I'm going to get another one. But I'm wondering if it's the same stuff, and I could just get it cheaper
1: as the Crackle think... stuff.
0: I mean, if you like what it is, then, yeah. I mean, it comes in a bottle like this, thick, you know, a big, thick bottle like that. Okay. And, and you just put it in the airbrush. Don't thin it. Don't do anything. Just spray it at a low PSI.
2: I'll bet it's the same stuff. And these people are charging. like
0: eight. Dude, it might be. Do you spray that? You've got airbrush. Yeah. You like
2: airbrush it on I th- Yeah. I, th-
0: I bet you that is
2: the same stuff. I'll bet it's the same stuff. Okay. Good news. But know. it's very but fragile. Yeah, it's effective.
0: It looks really good. Wow. So wherever you don't want webs, you take a wet brush and you just kind of touch it and it'll just dissolve it. I don't know how it's still, I don't know how it's lasted this long as I've had it at a few shows and there's one strand there that's just connected just so delicately. And I, every time I take it to a show, I think this is the end of that beautiful strand. <laughs> Everyone thinks and you have
2: it's... a trained spider that does it for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would make my life a lot easier. Yeah. But no, anyway, that's it. that's not it. really good. But it actually goes everywhere, eh? Like, your whole shop is going to be covered in spiderwebs. Um, you oh, can't yeah. control it. So you just got to point it at it and hope that it hits it. And you almost got to, like, wherever it'll collect, you just pull it through the okay. webs and collect it. So. I don't know. This
1: Halloween kit. Mm. Um, how You just redid the whole thing. <laughs> it's what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Well, I was... I so inspired... i want to i want to guess
2: i want to guess to see did you use the styrene pieces as templates or did you just go and make all your own pieces Close. oh
0: i see what you're saying because i was inspired by the the original yeah. polar lights yeah. styrene kit uh no i made okay. my own shit just straight it's up it's like okay. three times bigger maybe four four times i don't know three times bigger than, than the polar lights one and that was my inspiration was basically that styrene one. I, I, you know, it's kind of cool for what it is, you know? And I thought, and I saw that Mark and Paul had released Paul Bill, Mark Van Tyn, <laughs> had <laughs> released uh, their Myers and it was a beautiful thing. And it, you know, I thought, geez, this is the best Myers I've ever seen, you know, in the hobby. So I grabbed that and uh, yeah, I just started thinking what, what kind of thing could I do with this? And I love the films. so. um, but that was my inspiration with the Polar Lights one. I wanted him coming down the stairs. So I broke the leg in three parts or sawed the leg in three parts, repinned it, re-sculpted the joint. Um, I don't know how great it, you know, it looks great from one or two angles maybe, not all. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, right. So. Right, Scott? Uh, Steve
2: Riojas didn't used to paint the back of kits, remember? Just one time.
0: <laughs> Wait, he used
1: one to what? Time. Steve used to do <laughs> Tell what?
2: the story, Scott. Tell the story.
1: So, story time. First story. time, story Steve, time. <laughs> so, I think it was 98. Steve comes, 98 or 99, he comes to the second Wonderfest. So he flies to my house first, and he shipped his kit for the contest. And um, there were a couple kits in there, so we wanted to make sure they got there okay and make
3: any repairs. So this dragon had to be attached to the base. And it kind of had a floating, you know, it was heavy on the one end. So we drilled literally six or seven holes and coat hanger pins in the thing, till we finally got it to
1: hold. So then he touches it up with putty and the um, the rocks that we, uh, you know, I had everything there, you know, he painted more than I have in my house. So um, he said, he says, oh man, he says, I didn't paint the other half of the spin. That's the spin that runs right down the, you know, from the head. Oh shit. And I'm like, well, I got everything if you want to paint it. He goes, nah, it'll be all right.
3: Okay. He wins a gold medal. He sells the thing for like five hundred bucks or something. I don't know. <laughs> and to this day, that half of that thing is still not painted. So. <laughs> oh my god.
2: That's amazing. Again, it's yes, it's uh, one angle and no one ever it, really looks. Past. Yeah. No one looked at it. He, you
1: know, and it was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, think it was, it was really good.
0: Wow, that's it. Wow. well, yeah, there you go. One angle, man. One or two, you're good. you good. Yep. Take that
1: photo and go. yep. So the, so that shit, uh, when,
0: when I was coming to Wonderfest, that was the bane of my existence. I mean, I, I knew I wanted to bring something, I didn't want to show up with nothing. you know, who's this guy? He's got nothing, you know <laughs> And I knew I'd be meeting all my heroes, you know, and um, so anyway, that was the best thing I had done at that time. Uh, but man. I I shipped it. I pack, packaged it up as best I could shipped it. Arrived at Neil's house uh two weeks later in like five pieces or oh something. Oh no. Yeah, and the and the leg was 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 broken. Where you know the one I had customized or whatever repositioned, it was broken. So anyway, Neil uh ended up popping it back into place and the leg anyway and it kinda hit, it was pretty good. Uh, just re-glued the, you know, a couple things and it was pretty much good when I got there, but yeah, getting it, it was, uh, Christ, it was like 150 bucks to ship it there. And then like, you know, 150 back or something came back, Neil packaged it this time. And he's like, oh, I got this. I, I got this too. And he's like, and he packaged the whole thing and it was, it was beautiful. You know, thing arrived at my place two weeks later, five, six pieces, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So anyway, I had to re- redo it. He's still a little bit, you know, like he's never been as secure as he once yeah. was. But uh, so I don't touch him too much. But It's uh, a
2: gorgeous piece. When you go about printing like little newspapers and stuff, is there a process for that? Do you just find newspaper images and shrink them or what do you do?
0: Uh, yeah, just kind of find images and shrink them in Photoshop and print them out. I, I use sometimes like an older looking type of uh, printer paper. You get it. It's like a specialty paper. Mm-hmm. and uh or i don't know if it's older but it just looks like there's a texture to it it just seems like it's better for that type of shit um and uh yeah that paper had about i don't know 12 or whatever genuine like authentic 1978 news articles <laughs> from that year you know all in it. i think christopher reeves was in there and or christopher reeve and uh, a few other things and uh, I know nobody would ever see that shit, right. but I know it's-
2: But you know it's That's how I think, too. Like, if I put a detail in there, most people won't know. But
0: Yeah, know there's all so. sorts of uh, yeah. Easter eggs in my builds that nobody will ever see unless I point it out, generally. So. <laughs> that's so, fantastic.
3: Let me talk about this Decante individual for a minute. Because <laughs> I have a theory
1: what happened to your kid. <laughs> okay. um, I, I believe he probably packaged it really well set it out in his driveway, and ran into that fucker with his (laughs) That's what I think happened. So, and if if we could go on the record, you were in the car
3: the day that I believe he premeditated my murder. And uh, I'd just like your thoughts on that. Would would you say that that
1: was a, uh, a blatant attempt in my life?
0: Well, I'll tell you. It was, a, it was a bright, sunny day. There was no mistaking what happened. I mean, I was right next to him, okay? And if I had to, you know, I'll be honest. I, I think he leaned over to me just before the, the the event, the incident. And if I'm playing it in my head now, I, feel, I think he said, <laughs> uh, now that prick Johansson's going to get what's coming to him, I think. <laughs> I don't know. See, I, and that's, that's what I think happened too. That's yeah. what I think happened, too. I and... still, yeah, it, it does keep me up at night. So, <laughs> it keeps you up at night. <laughs> I looked in his eyes, and I saw, it was like I was looking in the eyes of Michael Myers, like the darkest <laughs> eyes. Oh, I know. Eyes. I know. You're evil. It you keeps know? me
2: up that he survived.
0: I know. Yeah. Now ever since look then, like I look like him. You should feel, you should, yeah, that's true. You guys are like twins. You should feel good, though, <laughs> uh, uh, bud, because you weren't the only victim. You know, there were a few people that didn't make it back that uh, that year because of me. Yeah. yeah, I don't. That doesn't surprise me. He, yeah. he's a bastard. He's a bad seed.
1: That one. Yes, he is. <laughs>
2: there well, you go.
1: Now that Neil's
2: hate, Neil hates all of us. That's put to bed. Yeah, put to bed. Yes. Um, let well, not put to bed. He'll be hearing from my lawyer lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> back to this for one second. Um, just walk me through some of the other details in there. Balsa wood, right? yeah uh and then like was that aquarium moss that you used or for some of the Uh, plants
0: that That was um that was kind of pre-made terrain or something you know from uh, and you just peel it off again i'd never done it before so now i'd use a a static 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 grass applicator Uh, did you make
2: your own or did you buy one
0: no i bought i'm not I don't okay. i'm i not messing around with that i don't know how we, i've seen i've watched videos of them how they did it but i bought one know. of those
2: fly swatters with the intention of making yeah. one and i, I just saw just that video done. i haven't done it
0: i know i saw the video i got the uh the woodland scenic whatever it, the top one okay they got, yeah the
1: only one yeah so I lose.
0: Um, yeah the, i mean and honestly i i haven't done any i've been doing smaller things surprisingly uh so I haven't really had use need for it, you know. I'm sorry. I
1: was impressed by the paint on the porch. Yeah. I mean, it, it it just looked like a real paint, you know, like you know, just like a real porch, you know. Yeah, uh, thanks, the thanks. The nail, really well. Where you know, yep. the wood's chipping away, you can see the bare wood to the, you know, it, it, yeah, it just looked perfect. And I remember this was my first. Who is this guy? Um,
3: moment when i saw pictures of this online and i was like wow this is really
1: good
0: thanks scott and uh, i appreciate that pal uh it was uh it was um all balsa and uh, just weathered with a steel wool brush i mean if you want to weather balsa wood steel wool brush you know this you know one of these or whatever the hell anyway you just run, run it along create the uh the texture and then you just chip it apart another big i'm always looking for things to add details so nails are huge I mean, small scale nails. Just yeah. rust them up and uh, put them everywhere. No, that's gorgeous. How long did it take?
1: That was like four or five months. No, it was like five months, up. maybe four, four and a half. But, um, but yeah, uh, when I
0: when I finished it, i pretty much every build I do, the big ones anyway. Uh, you, I really, when I finish it, want to just throw them in the swamp. You know. <laughs> But, uh, you know, a week or two later, you kind of look at it again and you start to like it again, yeah. you know, or whatever. So sometimes I want to yeah. just run into some of the shit because I built shit that I think's cool.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: if I ran into something that I had done, like this thing, diorama or whatever, in a store somewhere, I want that experience. It's almost like directing a movie. You never get that first experience, you know. So,
2: it's kind of like these. We don't watch them after we do.
0: <laughs> you don't, eh?
2: Yeah. We do a little bit. Once in a while, I'll watch part of it. But I'm like, after I sit and edit it, I'm like, I don't want to see that thing ever again. And yeah.
3: A number
0: two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that we're only at two, actually.
1: <laughs> I forgot I was keeping track. True. How did you get
2: into AFM? How did that come about? Becoming a writer.
0: Well, actually, if we could backtrack just a little sure. bit, um, it was uh uh Rob Madison, who we all love. One of the greats in the hobby, one of the best guys. He um he contacted me and asked to do an episode on a monster model review episode on the, th- on the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, for me, I mean, <laughs> I was like, what are we on? Like it was 193. I mean, I had seen so many of the others and just like huge fan and Rob man, he's just the coolest dude. And I just thought, man, what a, what a, what a privilege. So I did that. And then it was shortly after that, I think when that came out and AFM sponsored that episode and that went through some of like my history and all that too and all that. And, uh, and then when that came out, AFM had sponsored it. And then, I don't know, I guess David had seen it, um, Terry had seen it, but David, I primarily talked to David about AFM and he asked, well, he sent me a message out of the blue and said, hey, that thing there, I would make a great article. And I almost jumped off my balcony. and I was like, you know, off the deck. It was like just I was so floored. Because I, I have a I was telling Scott, I got a message to David Fisher from like eight years ago, <laughs> you know, this kind of Canadian nerd out of coming out of nowhere and <laughs> you know, like messaging him and <laughs> I was like, you know, oh Mr. Fisher, you know, uh Mr. I'm Fisher. Big, big <laughs> I never went that you. far. I yeah. want to go on a record.
3: I never went that far.
0: Well, I did shit. The guy, you know, because I was watching uh, uh, Model Mania and all those all those things, which I saw through the through AFM, and I ordered those. And holy cow, that changed my whole life. You know, uh, Model Mania. Like, um, but anyway, yeah, huge fan, and and uh, I wrote him something just saying, you know, let me, can you accept my friend request? I won't harass you and all this stuff. <laughs> you know. I tried your suntan technique on my whatever Steve Reeves Hercules kid, and oh, you know, I'll just keep working at it. So anyway, it was pretty embarrassing to read now. But <laughs> fast forward, and oh, I think I said also, I hope to write for your magazine someday. That was like, I always have goals in the hobby, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of them. Writing for AFM was one of them, uh, and yeah. So he contacted me, said that, and yeah, we just went from there. So it was uh, ended up being quite a big article as i'm sure you saw and uh pretty tough to condense a six-month build like that into uh, 1500 words or whatever i think it ended up being 4800 so.
2: do you normally document everything you're building like so yeah. you had it ready to go
0: oh yeah because you know at least since afm because yeah. i was like i gotta get in this magazine someday all my heroes are in this magazine i gotta i want to be in this thing and amongst them and so that was kind of yeah i documented almost everything. Almost every Some I'm the of I just
2: say, I don't like unless I'm writing an article I do not really? take a picture
0: of anything while I'm working
2: maybe once in a really? while an Instagram thing but I'm just like so haphazard that I just I can't I don't like thinking about it I yeah, that's I, yeah. cool I need to start doing that more this you see that look he's giving me where is it what
1: he's giving me a look I didn't give you a look at all <laughs> I agreed with you you're haphazard uh-huh. uh-huh so I I tell you what Charlie you know we all talk about a great guy Rob Madison let me tell yeah. you what he did to me. Did he try to kill you too?
3: No. But
0: <laughs> I wasn't there to witness that early one. Early
3: on in the hobby, I um like a lot of us, I think, you know, we really thought Dave was the shit, you know. And not that Dave's not the shit, but <laughs> so um I got my picture taken with him, you
1: know. And he, and you know, Dave being gracious as he was, he come, put his arm around my shoulder, takes a picture of me. Poor guy. So somewhere I post pictures and
3: Madison grabs that picture. And he puts word balloons on it. And he's got me saying, I love you. And Dave going, I know. <laughs> it's just like,
0: you fucker. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Bob's a good dude. Well, when I, when I went to Wonderfest, I swear to God, I was there for 10 minutes. I saw Saul Alvarez. I saw Angelo. I saw Scott. I saw all these dudes, and I was like just blown away. Went to the uh, uh, hotel room. I was with Neil. And uh he was, you know, his old ass. He's getting slow. He was he was moving slow, getting ready, <laughs> you know. And uh I and we had just done I mean it's two flights and a seventeen hour drive. Well, three hours to whatever, Boston, the 17th, Louisville. So it's a big endeavor, yeah, you know. It's a journey for you. We're friggin' tired. So I, I was waiting for him to go meet everyone, and I and I I just shut my eyes. I swear to God, it must have been twenty seconds, maybe ten. And you know, then we go all of a sudden, and I, rec- I see that this photo of me just, you know, <laughs> is plastered all over uh-huh. Facebook saying how much of a lightweight I am. And 10 minutes into Wonderfest, I'm already passed out and <laughs> shit. It was such, it was so hilarious. And ever since, and the whole trip, he was trying to catch pictures of me sleeping. <laughs>
1: what Did he you- was trying to
3: do is catch you sleeping. Okay.
0: You're yeah. like, you didn't
3: wake up tied up somewhere. Okay. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> Well maybe maybe next year. What was your thoughts of Wonderfest?
2: Like your first one?
0: Oh man, they got nothing like that in Canada. Yeah. Nothing. I mean it's like blown away, man. Like, you know, there's nothing. like I've never seen any of those kits in Canada. It, nothing. You know, like we got we go to the model shop, they got your styrene, they got a little section for figures and you know, it's like the three stooges and Superman or whatever. Or Superboy. That's it's how most in. of the
2: hobby shops are
0: here too. Actually. Are they? Yeah. I guess so, right? You're not yeah, gonna see are. a lot of that shit in the in the shops, but I'm just saying, like, th- like nobody, like, it's just for for however many hardcore modelers and passionate modeler figure modelers there are, there's a handful in Canada. Yeah. You know? Now Lonnie James, uh, <laughs> he's in Calgary,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and I, and we 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 co run the um, Canadian. Figure kit modelers Facebook group started that about uh, four years ago just to find just with the primary the objective was to find all the others.
3: <laughs> you well, know? All these videos cracked me off. Oh, oh
0: dude, God. great videos! Those so are great. Good. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, I love, I love Lonnie. He's such a good friend. And um, so, so, but uh, basically, yeah, that was the objective was to find all the others. Well, four or five years later, I think we're up to 60, 70. That's pretty I was you just going to,
2: how many are there?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's very few, you know? <laughs> and uh, I think I tried to run a few shows, and there was very little, like, not shows, but contests yeah. or whatever. Very little interest. I did one. It was fun, but next year around, it was going to be annual. But so yeah. who was any, uh, like,
2: when you did all that, who lived the closest to you that you didn't know? Like, you were like, oh, my God, there's a guy, like, 10 minutes away.
0: Probably John Hircock, right? Okay. Uh, he's in Vancouver. Okay. Uh, you know we've chatted on the phone once or twice. He's he's in the group. I mean he's I think Lonnie put me onto him, and he's you know he's been in the AFM. He's one of the few Canadians that I know of that you know have been able to infiltrate that kind of <laughs> stateside world. You know,
2: yeah.
0: And uh, but yeah, kind of really love John. He's a good guy. Uh, everybody knows John. You know, so on that side of the border, and on your you side, you can
1: see where I got stuck with. Yeah. Jesus fucking 20 minutes away.
0: Oh man. I can't. Th- That's the thing. Hey, you guys are so damn close to each other. I mean, it's five hours for you to Wonderfest. I mean, for both of you, like I just talked to Angelo and Scott Rizzo and uh, they go over to Paul's and Mark's and they're like hanging out. And then I see photos of Saul and Rob Robert. Oh, okay. What did you say? Okay, thank you. Yeah. T Rock.
1: So, I call him T Troc? yeah. Rock. T-Rock?
0: Like, rock. Yeah. rock like Yeah. So, you know, him and, and uh well the Angelo and Scott, so they must be close. So, you know, and I'm just so damn jealous. I can't I can't I can't believe you guys. It's not all that's to to cracked up together. together. And, sure it is. And I mean, sure t
4: is actually
3: originally from this area. So that's what's funny. But, is that right? Yeah, he's yeah. originally from Chicago.
1: So Jason I gotta, and I probably spend more time together Wonder Fest. <laughs> Than we do probably all year.
0: That's probably true. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You guys don't hook up and hold no. hands touring? No, fair, uh, he's
1: on a tight leash.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. on a
2: tight leash. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> no. Well, whatever. It's, it's just cool, though. You I know. just don't like yeah. being in a
2: room with you more than 10 minutes if there's no camera. He goes
0: places with me and
3: just, he worries what I'm going to say and stuff. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, yes. I got a I got an uncle like that. <laughs> all right, your thing kit. Yeah. So, when you're doing
2: miniature things like that, so your little cans of, what are, like, you're printing those labels, you're not finding them, you're doing, you're bu- building all that up, and I want you to walk through the snow, walk through those little miniature things, and then just how you tackle this piece. I know everyone can just, and please, everybody go to AmazingFigureModeler.com.
1: Yeah, that's We're the level, an issue. Right?
2: I got to double check. And cool. download the issue, buy the issue, and see exactly how he did go through and build all this. But just give us some highlights of, of the kit in, in your process.
0: Uh, yeah, it was, uh, I got the kit at Wanderfest. I got the McCready from uh, another really good friend, Rob Rotundi. Um, I love Rob, you know. <laughs> and, um, what?
3: I love Rob, too.
0: I That's love the guy, saying, man. I, oh, I do.
3: I love him. I, you know, I love
0: him. <laughs> we talk pretty often, and we talk about everything but the hub. He's just such a supportive. It's all about life and family, and just don't listen dude. to that guy. He's wrong what? on everything. He's, he's trouble. Wrong
2: on, he's wrong on everything.
0: And uh, obviously, just you know, with the pose, I mean, he needs an ice tomb to stand over. I, you know, and it's just one of those things where I didn't want to build it as is. You know, I just wanted to do something unique, something I hadn't seen before, and so. <laughs> And I had just thrown it, I don't know how much balsa foam, well it's gone now, I guess. <laughs> but I That's I where I it just, all went. It went to you. Yeah, it must have gone to me because I had a shit ton. And I, you know, I basically uh, I had just ordered a ton of it and I thought, shit, this'll last me the next seven years of my life, you know? <laughs> and then I stupidly just decided I got into this ice tomb idea and I thought, well, this, I got this stuff and I was too impatient to I'd get some insulation foam or something cheaper, you know, and I just went to town on this stuff. So, uh, but I think, uh, I don't know if it would have worked out uh, anything else stuff is you can manipulate it so well, but anyway, yeah. I made the tomb. I must've used three, 300, no, I don't know, $150 worth of balsa foam, you know, it's hundred seventy five just on the tomb, you know, and, uh, and, uh, actually Mike Allen had, 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 had said, that we were going to do another tomb that he was going to throw out there to the masses, you know, like, and I thought, shit, I'm not, I'm going to have to do it on an insulation phone because I can't, <laughs> I can't afford to do that again. It never happened. But anyway, so um, yeah, did, did the tomb yeah. and uh, had to make it to scale, you know, and I just, but originally I had him like in the movie, there's a, there's an entrance to the room that he's in and I was going to have him on top of the stairs on top of the, you know, where the door is, and there's a stair, stairs leading down to the tomb. And Neil had to talk some sense into me. I, like, this thing was going to be beyond <laughs> he what it talk be, sense like,
2: into you. Wow. That's what okay. I was
0: laughing about. It. I was like, oh, great. There's a the blind, there's a the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> uh, that's too big, Charlie. Yeah, meanwhile, he goes and works on his one-to-one nun or, or yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam, Samara uh, ring chick, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, for you know. the fucking tugboaty build. Uh, yeah, with oh, the orca, man. the orca baby. I love the orca. Uh, yeah, that blew me away when I. Holy shit, that changed my life too. Just seeing that. But anyway, um, yeah. So so I had to scale it back a bit, and uh, ended up being what it is with just the back wall and the tomb and uh, him him there. But I thought shit, you can't see what's behind the tomb. I think there might be a side shot in the movie. So I definitely took some liberties, which I generally don't like to do. And I know Neil absolutely hates doing anything that isn't in the movie. It has to be perfect in its act, right? So yeah. I said, whatever, man, like this would be a little more interesting. So I thought, well, it's a, it's a, they're keeping the ice block in this room. Why? Well, because it's cold. Maybe it's refrigerated. So maybe this is where they keep their food, you know, for the camp, the camp supply. So I just started thinking, well, shit, if I did that, I could do all these. It's the Norwegian camp. So I could do all these cool labels in Norwegian Maybe like a little sign from the cook, you know, in Norwegian or something, and so that's kind of how it started. And um, hey,
2: hey, Charlie, ask Scott Scott if he uh, saw the thing.
0: No shit, I I think I remember this from previous episode. (laughs) Scott, have you seen the thing, man? No, man. (laughs) No, man.
1: All right, keep going. Yeah. Did you know there was a
2: Norwegian camp?
1: Yeah. No. Okay. or i would have watched it that would have been the, i know the, that's
3: right up your alley johansson being norwegian myself i would have watched it there, so there you go
0: that would have been it eh? that would have tipped the scale for you i saw the a i heard it all oh, three three okay.
2: so how did you find the little jars and stuff
0: i didn't find them i made you just them made each of, one the whole damn thing um just using like dowels like various mm-hmm. gauges and whatnot and wood dowels and just cutting it to i had a one of those cut box things that give you nice precise cuts. I don't think it was as precise as it should have been or could have been, but, um, but yeah, it, it just basically did that, printed out all the labels found and printed out all the labels, had to do a lot of Photoshopping on them to make them full labels so that it would go around an entire, you know, uh, bottle or yeah. whatever. And uh, man, that's a whole pain in the ass on its own, but yeah, basically. And then, but really the biggest thing was cutting them out and applying them and getting them on there. Uh, the bottles like the beer bottles uh I found those online they were the right scale one six and uh clear glass actually they were glass so I thought well shit I'll fill them with resin and as I said in the article that was a real happy little nightmare that was <laughs> holy shit that was bad that was really bad but anyway I got them filled up eventually I think I lost a few uh in, in doing it but uh and then sculpted some corpse or whatever and you know put them in there made no, it turned out
2: it's one of the most impressive pieces i think that's been in the magazine so hats off to you man it, it's
0: dude a great i piece. can't thank you enough for that beautiful compliment i mean especially being up against so many amazing artists in that damn thing you know
2: yeah it's i mean it's a good piece. it's really good um you a, said earlier you had a checklist of things you want to do in the hobby this boom. next one is actually creating a kit, correct?
0: Yeah, that is correct, yeah.
2: yeah. So what, I mean, you're one of the, like, I felt like the young guy for the longest time, and I'm glad you came along because I'm not the little kid anymore. And to jump in, and you're jumping in with an old man's kit. So how did this come about? Well, I'm right. It's.
0: It started with a good childhood. Is where it started. I mean, my dad raised me on all that old shit. I, you know, I was watching the black and whites and the serials from very very young I remember buying myself for myself like at nine like the shadow you know a cereal mm-hmm. or the green hornet you know and and not just that but the old radio shows the superman batman the whistler the the shadow again uh, uh all those old things I just I just relish in 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 that kind of uh old time stuff uh but and that's kind of where it started I thought man I I ran into this incredible sculptor, as you can see, Lace Lee, Lace Lee. Uh, The guy is phenomenal. And, um, I mean, he's, he's, you know, we worked on this thing for three months, four months. And he's got no ego. And it was just such a bloody pleasure to work with him. And, you know, we just kind of, and it was just back and forth. You know, I'd suggest a few things and he would... And he would do it, and he, you know, and I'd suggest a few more, and eventually, because I knew that there was like, I mean, this thing had the potential to be. There hasn't been a Reeves, a George Reeves, for 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 so long, you know. And mm-hmm. I think the lot, the only one I knew about, other than the old like 20, 25 year old Superman and the Mole Man uh, kit, was was this one here. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Joe Bello sold that to me. I think it was by I think they're called I think it was Six Cylinder Productions. I don't know what the hell that is. That familiar? That Still sounds out? familiar. It there does. Was six strings. That six. Six, six string. Melody. That's it. Yeah. Maybe strings. Maybe strings. Uh, Joe again. Another last name I never say. But uh, Latia or whatever. Ladati Ladari. Ladari. Is that it? Yeah. I think that was. I think it was his. And okay. uh, that was the only Reeves, other than this bus that came out you know um about a year ago or two or whatever other than that i'd never seen another george and i thought man we got to we got to do a george you know and if no one else is doing it, i'm going to do it you know so so that's kind of where that happened and me and lace kind of went back and forth and that's and this is what the result was obviously you never met casper so you know you had to I'm sure you had to bounce ideas off guys,
3: saying, "All right, how do we break this up to make it easier to cast?" And um, I yeah. know Paul, Paul was telling me about the cape, their idea for the cape. Um, yeah, to cast yeah. it, and I don't know if he's got to that point yet, but um,
1: yeah, he has, because that's probably the hardest piece on the kit to uh, cast.
0: Well, capes are never fun. I mean, look at uh, Tuma Dracula, Angelo and Scott's Tomb of Dracula. What do yeah. you? What a- What a thing that was. But luckily, this one was nice and straight. I I don't know. He seemed to think it was doable. And, um,
1: you know, what I liked about it is it's the classic beginning of the show pose. Um, Yeah. You could paint it black and white. You could paint it the actual colors that the black and white, when it was filmed in black and white,
3: were, which is like a, wasn't it like a brown, almost a... uh, I know you've got that patch there probably somewhere that you sent me a picture. Oh of. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right here. Yeah. That's brown. So that's kind of the original, you know, costume. And then when they started filming in color, they had to go to color. And, um, so, you know, there's a lot of ways to paint this. Um, well, yeah. scale, so it's good size. Of
3: course I gave you shit because I want everything in six scale, but, but I, but I'm buying it anyway. So
0: I think it's I think it's like uh I think I it's can, more than one fifth. You it was closer to like a well, fifth, I, you or? know, I don't know. I really don't know. Like I said, I'm just I'm just kind of going through this door and whatever mm-hmm. happens happens. But basically, I compared it to Kit uh Dracula, Bella Dracula, the first one, mm-hmm. and he's the same height. And yeah. I thought, well, shit, that's what is that's a one fourth. That's what they put it out as. And I thought, well, I yeah. guess he's one fourth then. Um. But the thing has evolved uh, quite a bit. I mean, originally it was just going to be the figure, now we got Mark Van Tine has offered his incredible talents to for sculpting a, a custom base for oh, him. Oh, cool! Yeah. yeah, yeah, super cool. So, um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, Name plates are being made, maybe maybe two, one for sure. Um, and uh, actually, you know, uh, David Fisher is going to be painting the very first one look at this look at you i know they
4: Jump got the in, first talent all over the place yeah i don't know how so and far what's the,
2: been the biggest snag like what's been the biggest like oh my god this sucks i don't want to do
0: this learning how to 3d print was the biggest, was biggest okay i mean i just got into it and you know, i paid x, x amount for the for the thing and i it's intimidating as hell to press that button the first time you know mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, but I just, I don't know. I just, they they say it's ready to go out of the box. I know you're supposed to do all sorts of like tweaking to make it the best it could possibly be, but I did a couple things first and then I, and then I threw the Reeves in it and, uh, man, that sweater texture came out like beautiful, you know? And I just thought, well, shit, this thing's tweaked. Like I can't get it better than this. So I just went with it and had one fail on the whole thing but the things work beautifully actually i can't really complain cool. and then you're just
2: doing straight up silicone and casting and
0: so paul gill is going to be doing the molds cast obviously uh molding casting he's working on the beast uh for uh what is it twenty thousand fathoms? fathoms yeah. 20, 20 right uh he's doing 20, right I'm sure
3: it's 20 for
0: crazy i watched God. it all i tell you I, i've seen that movie five times but uh yeah, basically he's doing that now and then he's and then he's focusing on, on George. Um and uh once that's done, you know, Mark's gonna be getting the base going and the nameplates will be sending those to Paul. And we got fifty plus people on the list now. It's pretty solid. I, I was yeah. pretty I <laughs> I thought shit, I don't know if this thing will go for five, you know, five or ten people. But um in fact one of them Seems Andrew Davis. He's a cool dude, uh, but he—I think somebody—he's got a uh, an original costume, original Reed, George Reeves costume in his home. And I was like, just such a fan, and I thought, shit, I'd—I I'd, oh my god—to get my kit next to the costume in a photo <laughs> or anything would be just amazing. Yeah,
2: that would be really cool.
0: So I'm kind of meeting all these collectors now who have been doing this for years. There's and,
2: a lot of Superman collectors,
1: and there's a oh lot. big time, eh? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, there's the third A.
1: That's the fourth. That's right. And you said it again that's five. oh
2: shit. So, uh, are you happy you did it? Are you happy you made the leap? Like,
0: yeah, absolutely. But does it feel even... like you're having a second baby? It's, it's a, a lot of work. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly like,
1: what it feels like—a yeah. second baby.
2: Well, it's, no, yeah. like, I don't know. Scott doesn't build anything. So, like, when you're actually making a piece of art or something, there's that. Like, when you actually have it and put it out in the world, it's that. I just made this and it's a feeling of like accomplishment. It's kind of what I'm going for. I don't know. So I'm
0: like coming from this again, as a, as a major fan and we all have a this love, like the the group I've comprised of buyers and, you know, everybody's just kind of in this thing. And it's a very, I mean, Scott, you're in there. It seems to be kind of a fun mm-hmm. environment. Everybody's kind of like supportive and just wants this thing to be the best it could possibly be. And, um, you know it's just a great group of guys, and yeah, so I'm definitely happy now you're dealing for every one of those there's three others that said they were interested and you sent them all the information and they disappeared on you. you know what I mean so I think that's definitely can moment. be a little trying yeah. and especially when you have got life going on around you so but i i and I'm not looking at it as a jump off thing like I'm haven't like taken the plunge here because I don't know that we're doing anything else. I personally had the goal in my one a f m uh, if i thought it was possible i would have had a goal to get a monster model review so those two are done and then the other goal was to produce my own kit and just get it out there um and and that's and if i never wrote another afm article or if i never produced another kit like i'd be happy like that goal is accomplished that so that's kind of where i'm at now that being said i've talked to scott like we do i, I have some other ideas in mind <laughs> you know i i might end up doing another you know with with lace and, uh, but yeah, it, it's funny. I met Lace and, uh, he's, he works a lot with Rotundi with Rob and I, Rob had showed me personally some stuff that he had in the works and then Lace in a separate conversation showed me something that was the exact same damn things that, that Rob had just showed me. <laughs> so I went to Rob and I was like, who, who the hell is this Lace guy? Is he ripping you off here? You know, cause I didn't know anything about him at the yeah. time. And then he's like, no, you pigeonhead, that's lace, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which is so rub. So anyway, so that that's so rob. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, but that's how I met lace. And, well, and are, uh, but yeah,
2: are there any spots left? Are you doing, are there people can get on the list still?
0: That's a good question. We, uh, yeah, there are, I mean, we're, I'm, I've got a third list kind of growing um
2: you want to put that info out for people just in case or do you want
0: that yeah for sure it's i mean just contact me on facebook charlie robson uh private message please you know uh i I can't tell you how many times i put private message me in the posts and they end up just writing in the thread or the comment section so (laughs) please private message me uh and uh Most of us are baby boomers.
3: You're lucky we're even on the computer.
0: (laughs) I know, right? No kidding. No kidding. But I, so yeah, that's, that's the best way and I'll send you all the information. Now with the, now here's the thing guys, I'm 34, 35 in five days. And uh, a lot of the producers in the hobby, have already had 25 years ahead of me to establish themselves in life and have their kids go off to college and, you know, fend for themselves. So I'm like, in this thing where i'm starting the stupid journey kind of really early so i kind of have to watch it i can't overextend myself so there is a third wave list uh that I'll, that i'm adding names to but unless we get x amount of interest i just i can't invest yeah. in new molds or anything and that's you know? fair
2: i think that's totally fair
0: yeah and i'm
3: sure paul's cussing you right
0: now going what do you mean a third wave <laughs> <laughs> no he's totally on board man i tell you he's uh he's I mean, he's he's really uh, – he actually really likes the kid. And um, I know Saul's going to be painting a couple. And, uh, yeah, I'm just super excited. I Lace is like super excited. Like, we partnered up on this thing, and we never would have expected to get all these people on it, these incredible talents on it. Now, I'm, I'm assuming Paul's drop shipping them all for you, too, so you don't have to pay shipping from Canada and all that yeah he he and mark mark's gonna clean up the pieces and ship them out and uh and uh we're gonna take a you know uh it's gonna be a process because if you cast too many you quick you you burn the molds quicker you know so maybe three a day or something like that max you know as long as you get to number ten right is that you <laughs> that's me i think I'm number that's ten I yesterday yeah. yeah yeah, and you know if there's I'm not, again, like the, the list is definitely the, the priority, but, uh, and if, but if the molds are good and we, and we got no names, I, I, I want to, I would be more than happy to donate one to the show. You could do it as a giveaway.
2: Get everybody else first though.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it. But yeah, yeah, let's leave it with me. I'm thinking I I definitely want to do it. I just want to make sure I can. So
1: yeah,
2: no, get everybody first. No, (laughs) I don't
0: want to take one away.
1: Um, before we go. So before we go, I'll I'll give you an idea, and you can credit me later, okay? Please. So, you know, I'm kind of a sculptor. When I say that, it's like when I have a sculpt, it's like, how can I use this another way, okay? I'm looking at this thing saying, man, you can cut that thing off right at the fist and make a bust out of it if you wanted to as well, you know? Because there's guys out there that just want to do busts. And at that yeah. scale, you know, a quarter scale like that, or yes. you could even print it bigger if you wanted because print it it's smaller, simple. yeah, you know, or you can make smaller ones if you wanted at some point, you know, um, yeah, for miniature guys, you know, mm-hmm. for guys that do miniature because that's an aspect of the hobby I'd like to see more in crossover, you know, yeah.
3: like we're here and they're way over here, and there's way more of them than there are us, yeah. okay, for sure, so.
0: Well, I know that George Stevenson does, you know, some some micro bus of his mm-hmm. one one to one bus, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, definitely, I'm on board for for I want to max the shit out of these molds. I want to, you know, if if if, if mm-hmm. we can get just wear them out, I'm happy, you know. Um, and uh, I just don't know. I just don't know how people like, you know, who buy the figure feel about that shit. You know, um, probably they're okay with it. I would think. I mean, you know, there are people that, you know, like I did a big King Kong kit and
3: we took one and chopped it and I made a bust out of it. Did you? And well, a lot of people
1: didn't want an 18 inch King Kong sitting on their shelf.
3: Right. They love the skull and it's like, oh, well here, I'll do this bust. And it's like, okay, cool.
0: Definitely open to catering to all, all those people. You know, I'm sure there's some people that said, well, there were, there's some people said no because of the size. Mm-hmm. uh there were some people that probably would have said yes if it was something smaller like that so yeah i'm yeah,
1: well, you it's can't a good win idea. You, you can't win
0: because can't win. It,
3: it's jason has my king kong it's 18 inches tall and a lot yeah, of people complained it's 18 inches tall and if i'd have made it 12 inches tall they just said well why didn't you just make it the size of the puppet that's
0: so yeah it, yeah, yeah yeah
3: you know you'll never
0: please everyone so but it that's okay well i mean i tell you i'm just as excited to receive uh, my copy as everybody on the list to be honest so um you know like again i'm just starting this from a fan from a fan point of view so uh anything that i could do to to get and i saw the thing and i said oh shit we gotta we should share this you know and uh i mean and there's other there's other ones out there but i just my my opinion it, it you know is that it it's the best one I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't be the only one that would feel like that and be would be interested in, in getting it on their shelves. Oh, no. As soon as I saw it, I was like, got to have it. Yep, got to get in. That's awesome, man. Thank it's you. Awesome. I mean, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. But, uh, well, it's almost, I mean, we're not anywhere near ready to ship, but uh, it's there. It's in the cooker. Yeah. We're getting so, there, and,
3: and, and I'll say it so you don't have to. Charlie took all the risk here. I, He took no one's money at this point, okay. And um, he had asked me about it. What do you think? And you know, him and I spoke about it a little bit. And so uh, don't screw this guy over when it comes to him to pay up. Pay <laughs> up, okay. I'm
0: I'm, be, I'm being pretty upfront about it. I'm saying like, look, like, uh, it wouldn't be too great if if you disappeared when it became time to when it came time to collect the funds. So you have to be 100, you know, committed to get on the list and. They seem the to good thing a- is, though, you're like 50 in, so
1: if you have cancellations, you go to the next list. Uh, yeah, oh kind of yeah. List. yeah. But still, you know, I know your initial run was going to be 25, was it? Yeah. And, you know, if you'd have got to 25 and then only 20 guys, you know, uh, ownied up, you'd have been sitting there with five kids going, what the hell did I do with these five kids? And obviously, if it's a good kid, it would sell, but you just you want everyone to do it, you know. Honor your commitment and do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh. Well, that's it. And uh, and uh, everybody's been really good. I, uh, I we I'm I'm pushing it as far as I possibly can and maximizing the the yeah. you know. And we're definitely in the profit now. But there's certain yeah. things that have arisen, such as custom boxes potentially, or you know, uh, or those nameplates or things like that. Or you know, uh, that that that. But you know, my I was. Again, I started from a fan point of view. So I was totally cool just breaking even. I didn't yeah. want, I didn't need to make a profit off this. I just wanted it out there. Like there's so few things in my life that I've done that could potentially live beyond me. I'm not, I don't know what that sounds like, but you know, like basically yeah. if this was sitting next to George Reeves' actual costume in that dude's house, I mean, a little part of me could die a happy person. You know what I mean? And if I made nothing on it, that's fine. I just can't owe anything. So.
2: I think you just took what I was going to say. You did it the right way. You did it yeah. as a fan. You did it because it's something you love and you wanted to see out there, which is the true spirit of mm-hmm. what the garage kit hobby was, is that people made m- models of what they wanted. And yeah. thanks for doing it that way. Instead of looking like, what's going to make me the most money? And you did it the right way. And I applaud that. Thanks,
0: um, Jason. Yeah.
1: Thank the old fashioned way. Yep. The old fashioned oh. way. Uh, before well, we go, two good. questions. Favorite movie. Oh, shit. Bloodsport. Wow. Bloodsport. Kumite. Kumite. Oh,
0: Kumite. Kumite. Never saw it. Oh, okay. Now I'm disappointed. Now I'm really disappointed here. That's all right. We'll edit this out. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I I was, what, five, six? Dude, Bloodsport's one of the
2: greatest movies of all time. Like, of all time.
0: I saw it in a. I saw it in oh. a, a cheap, a cheap bin, a bargain bin. I don't know what it was doing there. It should have been framed. I can tell you what it was probably. doing <laughs> oh, there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He's wiping his behind eyes. Behind glass, above, oh, behind the counter, you know, oh, framed. For, you know, yeah. was it in the toilet paper aisle? I'm just Shut curious.
2: up! <laughs> get out of here, dude. I don't even get it. All right, and then the other thing: the, your most favorite prize possession kit in your collection. What's your favorite kit?
1: Oh man,
0: uh, uh, Forbidden Zone Curse of Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, man. that's the a best good kit, kit I, I own, the most expensive, the most I've spent on any kit ever. Careful, she might be listening. Yeah, I know. I got the door sealed pretty good there, but well, uh, she could watch this. Okay. <laughs> I won't say how much, I mean, every, but in Canada, it's not cheap, I will tell you that. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, just, just, I haven't built it yet. I think I have the ability to make it do something good with it, but I'm still a little intimidated. I want it to be right. Uh so someday, but just looking, you know, if I'm having a shit day, I need to only look in its general direction and it puts a <laughs> smile on my face. Cool. That's and that's why idea. I love it. I <laughs> tell so, uh, uh, you got a good one
3: over your shoulder there that writes in Frankenstein. Uh, it's it's a horrendous kit, but it it's a beautiful skull. Talk about intimidating,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. and every time I go to sell it, I take it out of the box and look at it and I go, No, I can't sell it. This. this is too beautiful. I know,
0: right? Yeah. I can't I would never sell it. I'll build it someday. You know what's funny though is actually that I've been looking for years for that kit, you know? And uh and I thought I'm never gonna find it. Well, somebody in the Canadian group I run just posted it one day while I was at work and I just pause the customer. Sorry. You know, and I just type, <laughs> I'm, I'm in, I want it. I want it. You know, I was talking to the customer. I was like, you, you hold on. Like, and I, <laughs> and, I, and uh, so not only did I get it in Canada, on this side of the border, but I got it at a pretty reasonable Canadian price Surprisingly, Very,
3: cool. yeah. Very cool. Very. Well,
0: episode 23
3: when Charlie got
0: fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the end. <laughs> i so me of ask you a
3: quick question. You had talked about going to Wonderfest. And only been, you've only been—you've only been the one time, right?
0: When, Sadly, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, and um, said you spent a lot of money. I won't ask how much, but um,
3: how did you get your kids home? Did you suitcase them all, um, or did they
0: all fit? In the, did you bring an extra suitcase? What did you do? I don't know, man. Is it? I, I'm a little scared to say. I. Uh... <laughs> it involved lube. They weren't. <laughs> they <didn't> lube. <laughs> yeah. Just the smaller busts. Um, They fit. No, yeah, it was uh, it was um, in the suitcase. I threw out all the boxes, (laughs) just whittled it down to its smallest possible form, (laughs) and uh, may I don't know may have fabricated slightly on the uh, amount. I mean, they could have been bars of soap for all these people, you know. So, uh, but anyway, that's yeah. Got it home in one piece and no 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 issues also an entire run of uh a freak flex paint was in my was in my uh, my case as well and i thought for sure that was going to be uh, just a nightmare when i opened <laughs> it up finally but it made it so but yeah that was Wonderfest was was the start of for me meeting all my heroes i mean it was a absolute uh nightmare in many regards just getting there and back but I would not have traded it. And I actually got no sleep. I was so excited. I got no sleep the night before at all. And like none at all. And I was, and I was a zombie, absolute zombie. And I went to the, uh, to the contest floor and I just was just, just like Frankenstein going through there. And all of a sudden Norbert puts a camera in my face and he starts saying like, hey, how, how's, the, how's, it, uh, how's your experience? And, man, I, was, I, don't, I couldn't put two words together. I've never <laughs> seen the footage, for good reason, I think. But, yeah, it was pretty funny. But, yeah, so, I, I you know, and I met Fisher, um, and I met all those guys. Jeff Camp. Man, I was in the, the suite there,
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, AFM suite, and I went to the back room talking to someone. All of a sudden, John Allard came in, Jeff Camp came in, started talking to me. I mean, I was beside myself, you know, like these guys are heroes. I, I don't get invited there. <laughs> I was shocked. That, I was shocked. I was in there, man. You know, I mean, it's full of all my go-to guys. And then we got our message
1: suite, usually. The social else.
0: anxiety suite yeah. is what it's called. Oh, well, yeah. And, and I got into, and then I, and then I got into the photo too, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. which everybody gets know. in the
2: photo, unless they don't, they forget to call you like me.
0: I don't the know FM because writers there was some, photos
2: like that one. There was
0: Bastards. there was some people saying they've been 15 times and never made the photo. Maybe they're just not staying up late enough. I don't know. They don't so, stay. I, mean, up late. I avoid the photo now.
3: I used <laughs> to be in the photo, but now I'm not. So.
0: And then I got to see the uh, the resume, or no the um, Model Club uh, show that you guys put on. I was in the room checking out all the uh, yeah. checking out everybody's builds, and that was you know unbelievable. So I don't know. It was a hell of a thing, and thanks to Neil for. Bringing me into the fold and.
1: No, screw Neil.
0: No. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> well, he tried to kill you. That's right. He that's did right. try to kill you. Well,
2: on that note, thanks for joining us, Charlie. It's been yeah, an thank honor. Thank you guys. Uh, good As... luck with everything. Uh, real quick, again, contact info for anything you need to plug. Um, go right ahead.
0: Uh, just uh, the, the Superman model. You could purchase that uh, through me. Just contact me via facebook messenger if you need if you don't do that and we do have one guy on the list that doesn't do facebook at all and so i'm doing it through email with him it's just charlie robson r-o-b s-o-n charlie l-i-e at the end uh at live l-i-v-e dot c-a and um wait that one doesn't count, that, oh, that okay. doesn't count. all right
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> and then uh, yeah, other than that, nothing much. Just uh, check out the next issue of AFM. Hey, yeah, give everybody
2: a preview. What is it? Can you say? Uh,
0: yeah, you well, can say it. Doesn't not, matter.
2: I I approved it. How about that?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not theme specific. I'll say that, but it's uh, it's just. I think I've shown it once or twice. The boxer, the old 19, <laughs> William Paquette's nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties prize nice. fighter. Yeah, I love that piece. It means a lot to me. And uh, I was glad to immortalize it within such a yeah. one of such, our, our cherished magazine there.
2: we're looking forward to that.
0: I haven't started on mine yet. <laughs> are you are you you're doing it's the it, I don't know if they've announced the theme, but you're you're in the next one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah, okay. So you're in the next one. Jesus, when's yeah. the deadline? I'm scared I don't for even you. know. All right. Thanks for coming on, meet Charlie. The deadline. <laughs> See, you're gonna have to learn this. Nobody
3: meets the deadline.
1: <laughs> I do. I do. I, I do. do. I <laughs> meet <laughs> the deadline. Oh, well,
2: I think only once I didn't it wasn't my fault.
1: But well, with the sloth
2: Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I was waiting for we were both waiting for paint from the same place.
0: Yeah, which didn't turn out very well for no, me it didn't, and I won't. Yeah.
1: Anyway,
2: thank you Charlie.
0: Thanks guys. <laughs> Enjoy Truly your evening, an honor. Sir. Truly an honor. Always Love an honor both. for us too. Thanks for everything you're doing by the way. yeah you know, I mean, you're, you're. It's. I love it. And it's a
2: cool. shit show. Hey, you were okay. one of our first people that supported us, and I appreciate that quite a bit. I, I,
1: I do.
0: I a lot. I. I can't. I can't say enough good things about it. So keep it going.
1: All right. Take care, man. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. All we're right. back, Charlie.
3: Thanks for coming on, Charlie.
1: Scott, what
2: you? We're
3: back. Think? Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie, for clearing up that whole DeCante attempted murder thing. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be the last time. No. And I think Charlie only said A, gave us the Canadian A
1: six times, so.
3: <laughs> but uh, super nice guy. Super yeah. nice guy.
1: Really and nice guy. Very
3: talented, it, so.
2: It is very cool to see someone, again, doing modeling and making cool stuff.
1: And it's younger rare. than us.
2: And younger than us. And he's got, like, Yeah, he has very old man sensibilities in terms of what he likes, which is pretty cool. He's not your typical kid, which is
1: good. And it's great that I get to call somebody a kid for once. Because it used to be me. That's great. You old bastard. (laughs) I'm just glad to be here. I don't think you are, actually. Just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Emails and corrections. Do we have corrections?
3: Um, We touched on our corrections earlier. Roswell, Japan had painted the Sheer Terror Society uh, bust that we gave away. And again, thanks to Paul and Bill for that. And um, thanks to Jaeger Army for their two uh, donations, uh, or their card donations as well. Yeah. Very cool.
1: All
2: right. We have, I got a stack of emails. So, Deck. Th- don't you just love it when
1: I have to read, Scott?
3: This ought to be good. So, for those of you that don't know, um, go to Google Store or Apple Play and download uh, Jason Mumbles' app, and then you can turn that on now, and you'll have some fucking idea what he's trying to say. So, there you go. All
1: right, go ahead. You
2: are now read on them. the list with my brother and my father, as I very Whatever. abusive and i will, i have a complex this is why i have you're social true, anxiety true. because of that because of that right there all right <laughs> I have my santa glasses on i'm gonna try and do this there's a lot to read in some of these and i know some of these kind of get when we read them anyway all right
1: this email is from mark bennett didn't he just win something yes he did oh, okay <laughs> all
2: right i'm slowly catching up on the channel's back catalog so i hope you don't mind me commenting on an older episode i thought the discussion in episode 13 about how the hobby will is trending in 2021 was interesting and you guys presented it in a fun way yeah the topic is a little depressing for guys like me that started with aurora kits back in the 60s and you still want a corner hobby shop crammed into the rafters with figure kits but on the plus side the sheer number of young people being introduced to the kit modeling to kit modeling through gaming miniatures and digital sculpting are the best hope the
1: hobby has to continue after old duffer <laughs> is it duffers or doofers? Duff. Like me are dead and gone. Sure,
2: some of them will move on to other interests as they get older, but I believe enough of them will continue come to love it so much that they stay involved. Push creators to keep providing new products and keep the hobby alive. They may not be doing a lot of Universal Monsters, but the talent and creativity on display in the digital gaming miniature market is amazing. Some of those sculpts are absolutely beautiful. As technology approves and the current market miniatures, and the current market miniatures, I'm hopeful digital, digital printing in larger scales will become a more common practice and new generations will find their way into the hobby as we know it. It's everything we've been saying. And this is, I mean, we're right there with it. Um, if you ever do a follow-up, can you, or maybe a guest, talk about the durability of cast resin versus UV resin? I've heard that UV resin resin <laughs> resin can be very brittle and hard to work with in some situations. Uh, I guess it would be easy enough to print a new part if you did break one, but it's something I've been curious about this. I can answer that question right now. It is much more brittle than regular resin. Just in knowing, so you want to cut your, uh, this is something I learned you want to cut your supports off before you cure because like on like say the, the neck, the neck bolt, there's a little support that goes on there. And if I were to snip that off after it cured, I have a feeling that thing would pop right off. So it is very brittle. And the longer you, you cure it, the more brittle it gets. And this is something that Tony Cipriano was worried about as well was the longevity of some things, but, I think if you put a good coat of paint on things, it
1: should be fine. And it is more brittle, but I don't know. There's a, it feels different until you hold it. It's hard to tell. Uh, one other thought for the next episode, and this is very important, Scott, pay attention.
2: (laughs) One other thought for the next episode. We're fast approaching the halfway point of 2021. How is that fucking possible? How about an update from you and Scott <laughs> concerning the three-kit goal you both set in episode 13, and how is the deformed Kong showdown cu- shaping up? He got confused. It was Godzilla. Thanks for everything you guys are doing for the hobby. And I told him, if he keeps
1: watching, he'll know what happened with the Godzilla challenge. Where's your Godzilla at, Scott? Oh, me? Yeah, you. Um, it's on the bench. See, so yeah, it is
2: halfway. I we're not. We gotta. We gotta. We're in trouble. I
1: think. All right. This is the email from Jamie Saj that I mentioned earlier, and I hope I'm saying his last name right.
2: Found your show on YouTube. Instantly subscribed and binge watched all of them. That's two people this week. That been
3: You guys got to get lives, Dude, okay? On, you you got to get lives.
2: Oh man. So just, I couldn't, I can't put up with myself for 20 minutes. I don't know. I could watch. I'm, I'm really, living it. I'm ready to kill yeah, myself. I know. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Been watched all of them. LOL. Your in this. I thought was shocking. Your history of us episode was great and very nostalgic for me. That episode. I don't think did very well, but it was one of my favorite ones. I live in Columbus and was introduced to Terry Webb and Mike Parks way back in the late eighties and early nineties. Being just a kid, late teens, early 20s at the time, Mike became somewhat a mentor for me and a friend for many years. My first Wonderfest was the second one they had, got hooked, got cooked, got hooked, and continued going till 2011 or so. After a while, me and a friend started doing the vendor thing at Wonderfest and chiller shows in Jersey for seven years or so. Then I got married and had kids, dropped out for years, plus a lot of the politics started to wear them. Went back around 2016. And boy, things had changed. Most of the people I knew were no longer going or sadly had passed. Your show and stories have reinvigorated my need to go and be part again. The Zoom Paint Club is a great idea and would love to join in on that. I'm always looking for some new modeling buddy. I've gone headfirst into 3D resin printing since last year. I would love to print a kit and donate it for a show to give away or something to help you guys out. Please, please feel free to let me know and keep up the great work. So this is Jamie who I reached out to. So Jamie, and, and he's going to, he, he's printed it. It's on it. He's going to give it to me at Wonderfest, uh, a Cyclops, a Harryhausen Cyclops to give away. So I thought this thing was pretty awesome. And he's helped me so much on my 3D printing experience. And this thing turned out fantastic. So I'm going to pick that up at Wonderfest and we'll be giving away in a future episode. Uh, feel free. I know Jamie's on one of the Elegoo Saturn beginner boards or and, and does some helping out there too. But look him up on Facebook. He's a great guy. And Jamie, thank you so much for the kind words and all of the help. I know I'm a pain in the butt <laughs> the last week, but seriously, thank you.
1: And I hope you enjoy the show further on. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'll see you in a week or so. The Cyclops looks pretty good, huh, Scott? Yeah, I
3: accidentally cut the picture out with the supports because I wanted to um, <laughs> I'll paste this. it somewhere else. But anyway. That is really interesting. All the supports too. Yeah. It's uh,
2: yeah. I'm going to, that's how it has to go. Otherwise it doesn't print. All right. Next email from Tim bash. I'm bad at last name. Hi guys. I've been enjoying your podcast and I recently loved the, the one with Jeff Yeager as a guest. I've always wanted to ask him this question. Perhaps, you know, the answer or can pass it on to him. Why haven't I ever seen a quality resin kit done? of Anne Francis of Forbidden Planet fame. She is absolutely the hottest babe in all of science fiction babedom. Is there a rights issue? I would love to someday see the job Jeff
1: would do on this subject. Can you think of a kit? Of- don't. I can't off the top of my head. Um, But I don't want to say no, there's never been anything, but.
2: So, I don't think there has, been. and I agree. I, I emailed him back, and I said, "You know what? I was just watching that movie recently because it was on Svenghuli. I think she is smoking hot, like smoking
1: hot." So, Jaeger Army. Actually, to answer the question about
3: Jeff, um, I don't want to speak for him necessarily, but I my guess would be <clears throat> no one's ever commissioned him to do one. Yeah. So, you know, and again, this goes back to our interview with Charlie. Um, he did a kit that he wanted, not a kit that would make money. And so, I would say Anne Francis would be one of those risks as far as kits go. That you know, it might be something you want, but you might not make any money off of it. So maybe that's why people are shying away. But definitely a beautiful woman, and uh, yeah.
1: I who knows Tim? If you if you commission that, I will buy one. I promise.
2: Or maybe, hey, the Jaeger Army could be an exclusive. Maybe someone will hear this and go, hey, maybe there's more than two people that want one of those. But Mm -hmm. you're right. Someone probably just hasn't brought it up to him. So hopefully we're there. All right. This email is from
1: Brian Donahue, Jason, parentheses, because Scott ain't reading email, on parentheses. Because Scott do not get the emails.
3: There's a good reason for that. Because in Jason's ever, never ending, control issues he's got to have control it's not control issues
2: it's just ease issues because you'll just go and make willy-nilly deals everywhere and i don't know what the hell's going
3: on willy-nilly deals like what like getting a garage kit veteran um to come on the show like john dennett and uh not checking with you first to say do you think this is a good idea when like everybody that writes in says hey you guys should try to get john dennett on you know
2: so for the, all right, let's pause the email for a second. The power structure.
1: <laughs> Scott that's is good
2: it. at talking. If you haven't noticed,
3: <laughs> I'm not so much good at the talking. power structure. Ought to be great. Let's, let's I'm hear. not
2: very good at talking. Scott, that's his gift. He's he's the talker. He's the gabber. He's got the gift of talking to people. So Scott likes to talk to people on the phone and reach out to people. That's his not strength. Really. It is not. not Don't call
3: me because I don't want to talk to you. Yes, he does.
1: (laughs)
2: Yes, he does. Hey, wait. Did you get any emails from when I put your email
1: address up on the screen? Zippo. What?
3: Zippo. I am
1: so disappointed.
4: Other than
3: Phil, I I might have got one from Phil. Oh,
2: man. All right. So, and so, but I do all the editing and technical. Like, that's my end of it. Scott getting guests,
1: I love it. You're good at it. I appreciate it. No, we didn't. Yes, I do. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Email from Brian. Donahue. Oh, we're done with the power structure? I guess so, if you say so.
3: (laughs) Let's get something straight here, everybody. Okay. All right. I'm a free agent after this episode. (laughs) Okay. Anybody that wants me, Okay. You mean anyone? You mean
2: anyone that wants to deal with you? That's I
3: can. What. I can be had cheap. Okay. I've I, I had I want offers, out of man. This. I've had
2: offers for your replacement. I, I
3: want out of this fucking horrible relationship. You're not getting out. You're, you're under me. contract.
1: You're not free agent.
3: I want out. So All right. okay.
4: <laughs>
1: Fuck.
2: <laughs> From on you, Love the channel. Although at some point you have to get Scott to watch something besides universal horror and King Kong, perhaps put it up to a viewer vote. I like that idea. You seem to have eclectic taste. Do you like survival research laboratories or Brothers Quay animation? Yes and yes. And I'll put some pictures up here. Brothers Quay did some really cool animation. They did a video for one of my favorite bands, 16 horsepower. um, And for Tool, if you're not familiar, if you've seen the Tool videos. They did a lot of that stuff, but yeah, totally a fan Um, and survival research with these cool robot crazy thing. Uh, But Scott hasn't seen the classics uh, that aren't crap. Did he ever, did he say he never saw Blade Runner? Are you kidding me? You're keeping a running list of the stuff the guy hasn't seen, correct? There should be a lot of overlap with the miniature painters and the garage kit painters. There are a bunch more mini painters out there and people had said that today. I watch Miniac. Yeah, I watch him too. Even asked him during a live chat if he would consider painting a large, larger scale, but no interest. Would be, in, would be interesting to see how much the skill set translates over to doing larger scale stuff. There is. Those guys, the miniature guys, no interest in doing larger scale at all. How about an interview with Jimmy Flintstone? Most likely the most successful of the garage kit producers. Perhaps not a glamorous sculpture, sculptor, but he's usually my first stop at Wonderfest. I can't figure out if he's hated or loved really, but he's kept a lot of the older good kits out there. Also one of the few companies I know to make resin kits available in the mainstream through testers, Classic Plastic being another to get distribution via Diamond Comics. Perhaps Geometric had resin kits distributed as well. I also find myself at Action Hobbies table yearly. I tend to be a builder more than a painter. Mostly I get something in primer, she's done, till I get up the nerve to paint it. Kits are older and usually cast like not so well, but then again, I look at something for $25 and I think I can fix it. Strange fact, I was a witness to the last kit Scott built as I was sitting next to him at the table at Wonderfest painting a Gilman too. Probably the last thing I painted as well, although I have plenty of, <laughs> of basket cases in progress. So he was a table mate with you.
1: There you go. All right. And I agree. The. This is what I wanted to say with that. I'm agree. I like I like building kits sometimes more than painting. Like I like the our
2: art of like the puzzling things together. Especially plastic things. So All right. Last one. Phil. Great to hear kit builders being resurrected. Will it be print or digital? Don't know. Ozzy, I liked him with Black Sabbath and get this when Diane and I got married almost 45 years ago. I was one. For our processional yeah it's a big word that means walking down the aisle and i said it correctly we use the black sabbath song fluff it's an instrumental so we thought nobody would know and we'd be safe pertaining to the art discussion when i was in grade school there was a girl who was our artistic prodigy her name was Catherine. i probably shouldn't put her last name sometimes wonder what kind of support she had from my family and if she pursued a an artistic career my personal support i pursued a degree in art with a minor in theater. My mom, who would have given me all kinds of support, died when I was in high school. When my dad found out I was working on a degree in art, told me he told me, where's it going to get you? Folks, encourage and support your kids. The Tony interview was amazing. So much info about his art schooling, career, and positions, and especially his knowledge in 3D printing. This old fart doesn't see himself getting into it. I'm too old school, and I couldn't wrap my brain around everything involved in the 3D process. It's opening up a whole new world in sculpting. Finally, I sent along some photos of my builds for the listener gallery. So, yeah, there was a bunch. We got a bunch for the listener gallery this episode. And I agree. That episode with Tony, I love that interview. It was really cool and very informative. And I like hearing about people's lives like that. So it was cool.
1: Yeah, and we forgot to.
3: What did we forget? Forgot to thank Tony um, for coming on again because the feedback was really great. And um I know we kind of sparked a little, little bit of a fire under Tony too. And a few guys uh have gotten their Space Ghost kits um in the last few days and they're really happy with them. Really? Yes. Awesome. So uh they are going out there and uh you talked about the underdog next, which I will definitely be getting. And um, you know, so hopefully Tony keeps going because 'cause he's got a lot of cool stuff out yeah, there.
2: That I I love that episode. So All right, again, uh, giveaways. If you would like the Crimson Crimson. Kit from CG Blade, email at modelclubtv at gmail.com with Crimson in the subject line. If you would like the prize pack from Kendall Conniff, type in Kendall prize pack, and we'll get that to you. We'll put some names in there. So thank you, everybody, again. Episode 23, episode 24 is next. We're not sure if it will happen at Wonderfest or shortly after. I did buy a
1: gimbal rig, Scott. Came in the mail oh over the weekend. So we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Anyone.
2: Anyway. anyone, Anyway, anyone. we will see everyone at Wonderfest. If you're going, please stop and say hi to us.
3: We'll be signing autographs on oh, Saturday night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're looking forward to the... Uh...
3: Please, no one ever asked me for an autograph because I would be so embarrassed. So
2: I'd be embarrassed for
3: them. I will sign Jason's head, though, for a dollar. Fuck
2: off. If I even feel a marker on my head, I'll kill
3: you. Yeah, everybody else hold him down. I'll sign his head. (laughs) For a Sharpie, so it's there all weekend.
2: I think we solved all the world's problems today, right?
3: Yeah, and and pretty quickly.
2: Good. All right, cool. All right, we'll see everybody in Louisville.
3: Take care, everyone. All right, bye. can't wait. I can just spend the rest of my nights with this fucking Canadian and this other fucking moron. So uh, we're good to go.
1: Let's go.